Hi, everyone. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that your girl is on Patreon. What else is going on podcast, aka Wego, W-E-I-G-O, is on Patreon. So if you feel so inclined and want to support your girl that way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Wego podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Wego podcast, W-E-I-G-O podcast. Now, if you don't want to be on a monthly recurring thing, I totally understand that. But if you want to support, you can head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash Wego, W-E-I-G-O. Again, buymeacoffee.com slash W-E-I-G-O. Because you know, a girl be trying to put in some work and a coffee could help me stay awake. So those are your two options. And if you don't want to do either of those things, if you could rate, review, and subscribe and share with your friends, I would love that. Now, on to the episode. And the following podcast is a CJ Media Production. Welcome to the What Else Is Going On podcast, the intersection where pop culture life and real life meet up. Get ready to deep dive into all things reality TV and the dichotomy of loving the game, but not necessarily the players when they start to reflect real-life issues like deep-seated discrimination and a world rooted in racism. Feeling conflicted because I love... Clip! 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 And I also have to chant, Black Lives Matter. Buckle your seatbelts and brace yourselves because my foot is off the brake and this intersection gets busy. So come along for the ride so we can see what else is going on. so much for tuning in this week. I have the absolute pleasure to talk to a woman that I found, like everybody else, on IG. We might have been in a comment together, or maybe she had posted her podcast when she first started. I'm not sure when it was, but I was like, oh, okay, she's funny. Let me go check it out. I listen to her podcast every single week. And when I tell you, I love the emotion that you have because I podcasted before by myself, like, and you just get into it. So you, sometimes you don't even realize nobody else is in the room. And you, right. I imagine you waving your arms at times, like when you're saying stuff. And I'm like, yes, Cell. So, guys, I have Cell, but her real name, she's almost a green eyed bandit. It's just Cell, but it is Cell from. Who asked me, y'all, if y'all are not subscribed, please, you can pause this because if you're listening, that means you're already in the iTunes app. Pause this, go to who asked me, come back and listen, and then go catch up on all of Cell's podcasts. And if you could rate, review, and make sure you hit the follow button, please don't just listen to episode by episode, subscribe because that matters. If you want to support podcasters and for everybody who wants to support POC we're not even asking you for no money not yet but we can put our cash apps in the description but support some black women that are out here podcasting so go to who asked me podcast welcome Cell. hello I'm so excited to be here I'm saying Cell. should I be saying Zell because I always see it as Cell. um no that's fine so see it's People will say Zell, Cell. It's 
whatever it's been you know either or my entire life my mom just gave me that name to shorten up my name i love it you know what i'm gonna call you zell because zell reminds me of the money the money app where they can send yeah, you money, the and, money. We, and we are manifesting money for you in we this, are this uh, arena so we're gonna call we you are. zell <laughs> so everybody call her zell like the money app <laughs> yes so the, first of all i want to thank you for taking time out i know that you are in restaurant management. So you are, yeah. your schedule is busy. I used to be in retail management. So when you and I were DMing, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, her schedule is all over the place. Well, I did retail management too for a while. And then I just had to exit stage left. I was so, I mean, I'm still stressed all the time, mm -hmm. but with retail management, as you know, like those sales goals and everything. And I'm like, I'm doing everything besides walking out and getting these by the hand and pulling them in the store and saying, please buy something like I, I could not do it anymore. I, I could like, not look at a conversion chart. Girl, uh, <laughs> I was almost I was feeling, feeling like, please Mia. don't come in the store if you don't oh, come in. <laughs> how about, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so where did you work? Cause I have a feeling we might've worked at this. Cause I was going to mention that. So I worked, Oh my God, my retail resume. I worked at Aldo twice. Okay. Okay. Once as a sales associate and then once as a manager, I worked okay. at Victoria's Secret. Um, I worked at Macy's. I worked at Nordstrom. Yes. Um, I worked, I was the assistant manager at a buckle for a little bit. Why? I, know I don't know <laughs> why I don't know because that was not my demographic. I used to just be in there like, what I'm am I doing? You, and I was going to say, because you don't look like Buckle. You, no. are the, you are high end. So I'm like, I was just like, what am I doing in here? Yep, but that. yeah. Um, and then I think oh, I worked at Express, but I only worked me there too. for like two weeks because they made me fold a pair of jeans 17 times and I was getting heated. They just had me sitting in a dressing room folding jeans. So I got it. I was like, okay. Mm hmm. Yeah. You see my mouth is open. Okay. I worked at an express too. I was a partner, what they call their assistant managers at an express. And mm -hmm. it was funny because that was a store I wanted to work at at first the summer that I came home from college and me and the manager were having a like kiki key on the phone. We were going to the same, well, she had graduated from it, but I was going to the college and by the phone, she couldn't quite tell who I was. So when she told me over the phone, just to basically come in for the formal interview, but basically like, girl, you're going to my college. You got it. I'm loving your energy. Cause that was the first time that had ever happened to me. I'm calling just to see if they're hiring. I'm home from college. She happened to ask me what college we get into it. We schedule uh, an interview. I get there and she sees me and it's, oh, so-and-so will interview the assistant manager. So I don't get, they called every single reference that they possibly could, which now being in management, I realized there's a reason that people do that, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. when they don't want to hire you for a reason that's like uh, illegal. Yep. So called every single mm -hmm. one. And then, so I never got the job. Fast forward. Now I'm working there as an assistant manager and I was telling them about it. And it was like, oh, you weren't going to get hired at that store because she didn't hire black. Yeah. I was like, oh. See, I that store, the one I had the most problems like that with was Victoria's Secret, believe it or not. I was, mm, I saw some things there wow. that I was just like, we had an assistant manager come from a different store in the district that um, 
she was problematic. Like looking back at it, I okay. see now, like knowing what I know now and having the experience, I get what they were trying to do. She took some sensors from the cash register and she just used to want to go through black people's bags so bad. No. She swore these ladies were stealing. She slipped the sensors in their bags and as they were walking out so she could search them. And then there's like three of us in the department because it's ba- it was, that was back when Pink was connected yes. to Victoria's Secret. And it was all so, limited brand. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because limited was still around too. Yep. <laughs> yep. So um, we saw it and we were like, she just... We really just saw that when I tell you those ladies went clean off on her because they knew what was up too. Wow. Like they knew it was up. And then all of us ran to the district manager and she still didn't get fired, just moved from the what? store. Oh yeah. So she can mm-hmm. go profile in another in a whole mm-hmm. other store. Well, they moved her to a store that there weren't that many of us. So that is absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. And what's gonna happen is instead of, oh, I don't know chat firing her and teaching her a lesson she's gonna a person like that who you know is racist bigoted clearly or Mm -hmm. at the very least bigoted and prejudiced they're gonna get a lesson the hard way because they're gonna run up on the wrong yep Mm -hmm. sometimes i think about her from time to time and i'm like wonder what she is (laughs) yes Yes, because I'm like, "Mm, but you know what? Maybe it's best. I don't know. But it's funny you say that because when I got to the other express store and they told me about it, there was a white girl there that was, you know, like a part of the uh, the whole partner team was white, except for me, of Mm -hmm. course. Right. Yeah. And she I had mentioned this story before, but I never said where it was. I don't think she told me that I needed to watch the black people when they came in because, you know, like she wasn't trying to be. I forget the words she used now, and I know I've said it, but she wasn't trying to be something, but you know, that's just how it, black people are the ones that steal. And now if somebody said that to me now or to my kids, because they know I would, I would be like, Oh, well, it's get right. I would have to stop myself for it, get ready to go down first. But I said mm-hmm. to her, it's crazy. Yeah. It's great. I said, it's actually the white grandmothers with um, their babies and strollers that are stealing that you never suspect. And also it's just like crazy to me, like thinking back, like some of the things that I let slide, you know, back when they were said to me that I was just like, okay, like, all right, you know, but they don't, maybe they don't mean it like that. They'll see that not all black people are like that and it'll be okay. And it's like, no, you have to make them see, okay. You have to make them uncomfortable. All right. A lot. Why? That's why I'm here for Ebony. Okay, because <laughs> we need to speak up. We need to make them see. Yes. But it's just like sometimes I think back. I'm like, see, this is a damn shame. I cannot believe I let. I get mad at myself, like letting somewhere. Yeah. But it's like back then. It's you know things were we weren't as vocal as we are now. No, no and, and we. But I, now moving forward, we have no choice but to be. And I'm sure you probably were raised. I don't. Well, I'll, let me ask you: Were you raised in a house where it was? unless it was something so bold and in your face that it wasn't undeniable, mm-hmm. you just ignore it. Yeah. And even like a recent, I recently switched jobs. I got a new job um, at my, the last restaurant that I was the assistant manager of, 
you know, my mom always taught me, like you said, it's if, unless it's like bold and in your face, don't say anything about it. You know, my mom's very like, you get them in a different way. You show yeah. them and you see them very old school in which I, I agree with, you know, mm-hmm. we, I still do get people in a different way, but now it's also like, okay, I'm gonna get you. Don't you worry so that you don't <laughs> notice. And it, then it just pops you in the face, but also I'm gonna let you know. Yes, that's yes. It needs to be a combination of both. Like I'm going to get mm-hmm. you, but I need to tell you this now because what I yeah. can't do is smile in your face, which made sense to me with Ebony. I can't be kikiing with you. Right. And not know where you stand. But I'm sure you've learned in your profession. If we let people talk long enough, we will let They'll them tell us, tell us yeah. where they reside. Mm-hmm. I was, um, talking to somebody about this last week. Oh, uh, Tom and Kicks from Dumpster Dive. They are mm-hmm. I love them. I love they, them. They are so, they're just like amazing. And they had someone on their podcast, uh, not this past one, but the one before this last episode. And they were talking about New York. And I love how they broke down like different things with Ebony. They weren't just like, oh, she shouldn't be saying this. Oh, she shouldn't mm-hmm. be saying that. Oh, I can understand why she wants to know. And I right. said, I had, I knew someone for five years, roughly. And I literally messaged him to somebody for like five years. I don't like taking classes at the gym. I'm more of a, on my own, but one class mm-hmm. I used to take would be uh cycle, but it was, mm-hmm. it was called something else. It was, but I would take her. It was like five o'clock in the morning. We exchanged phone numbers. Her son was getting ready to go into the military down in the area where my uncle lived. So we, we talked a lot. So when last summer, I was, my daughter was in the car. I was driving during the pandemic and I forget why I was driving through the uh, gym parking lot because there's a whole bunch of stores there. So I just yelled out the window, hey girl, she yells back. So I pull up, say, what you doing? So she goes, can I ask you a question? So here we go. And ba- so I speed it up, but basically she was asking, did I agree with the, the looting and all of that? And she said, they're burning people's homes down. I said, there ain't nobody burning nobody's homes down. Like, so- Imagine how many other people are spreading that falsehood, right? But then she says to me, she says, I just, and Zell, Zell, she said it so many times, you know, we're all equal. I feel like we should just all get along. We're all equal. I don't see anybody over there. So she kept talking. So I almost interrupted her, but I swear I felt the Holy Spirit in my ear say, be quiet, let her Mm -hmm. talk. So, And I actually sat up in my seat and then I was like, all right, let me relax back because I'm in the car and She's going on and on about how we're equal. And then she says, you know, I mean, when I see black men and I sat up again, cause I'm like, Jesus, this, this is gonna have to be like worth it for me to, so I sat up and I had my hand on the steering wheel. She said, I kind of, and listeners, you can't see me, but she shied away. She did her hands like the move away, like go away from me with this. She goes, when I see black men, I kind of do that because side note, this woman was, Back then, maybe 54, 55, somewhere like last summer. I'm telling you her age for a reason. She says, I do that because when I was in kindergarten, there was a group of black boys and one of them snatched my lunch money and I beat the crap out of them. But ever since then, and so I just looked at her and I'm thinking, so, I mean, Jesus, you wanted me to sit here. So you, what did you want me to do? I take my foot Mm -hmm. off the brake. Like, what did you want me to do? So then- she starts. So I said, huh? You, so you think all black men are like that? And I said, if I had your train of thought, I would hate every single white person that I saw. 
exactly. from the horrible experiences that I've had. I said I was called, and I'm just going to say the word, so listeners just brace it because we're being honest. I said I was called the word nigger when I was in the store out here simply for something that somebody thought I did. And then they ended up mm-hmm. trying to call security on me. So then right. he keeps talking and says, I mean, so I was in the parking lot of the grocery store and there was a girl coming down the wrong uh, one way. And I'm thinking, where is this going? Because in our park, in our grocery store, you're supposed to go down one aisle, come up the mm-hmm. next. So there's no traffic. Oh, okay. I said, okay. She said, yeah. And she came down one way and cut me off. And, and I had to slam on brakes. So she yelled, she called me a B, a B-I-T-C-H. She said, so, and I was like, no, no, no. Like, if she really get ready to say what I think? She said, and I was just so angry. I wanted to hurt her the way she hurt me. So I, I, I just yelled, nigger. Chopped my I, eye. I sat all the way up. I said, you said what? I said, did she call? And you? I don't understand. Like, what do you, what are you expecting me to say to that? Thank like, you. What, Why the, are you? What are you expecting that? me to say to that? Because I don't care if she called you a bitch. I really yeah, don't. Me neither. And see, that's what, like, back to her story of, oh, when I was in first grade or kindergarten, somebody snatched my lunch money. Okay, well, guess what? When I was in second grade, that's the first time I was ever called colored. All right. And I didn't understand what it meant. And I like I had to go home and talk to my mom. And my mom was just like, I mean, I get thinking back on it now, like I remember seeing the heartbreak in her face because my mom's 60. She was okay. born in 61. She, that, those are the things she dealt yes. with. And yep. she was born in St. Louis here. That's where I live now. OK. And so she's seen a whole lot more than, wow. you know, a, a, anybody my age. Right. So she's like, OK, my kids are getting the same thing. And we, I wasn't born in the United States. I was born in Italy. Um, And then we lived in Germany for seven years. So I didn't even come to the United States. So I was like eight. Okay. And my, I know I've had talks with my mom about this, like, wow, as an adult, my mom joined the military. Both my parents were in the military. She was like, we really wanted to show you guys so much more. We thought we were protecting you. And that was when I came over here, that was like my first or second day of school in the United States. And I was sitting there by myself. I had no friends. I was so terrified. And I was just sitting, I'll never forget. I was just sitting on this ledge and these two white girls were walking around it, you know, just playing games or whatever. And I was obviously sitting to where they couldn't walk. And she just looks at me. She was like, can you move colored? What? Like, yeah. And I remember like back then I had never heard that. So, but I knew that it wasn't right. Right. Yeah. So I remember telling my mom and my mom was just like, and like she said, having talks about it as an adult, she was like, I thought that, you know, you weren't going to have those problems. You and your brother weren't going to have as hard a time as I did, but it just, I mean, it was a domino effect of things that we were, you know, shown and stuff because in a way we were protected in the community overseas because a lot of military families overseas, they stick together. What You know what I mean? What branch? Even if air force, Air Force. My yeah. husband grew up so, in the Air Force. His dad oh, really? Was in the Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. So even if, you know, there is some ignorant stuff and bigotry, I'm not saying cast it out, but especially overseas, you it makes you learn and get over certain things mm-hmm. because you're exposed to more. Yeah. And the you only have, you know, the other Americans and stuff. We always lived off base too though. So because I grew up, our neighbors were German. Um okay. and then my 
my mom always talks about my babysitter in Italy. I don't remember Italy. Her <laughs> name was uh, Miss Poncelli. She's passed wow. on now because she was this older Italian woman. She's my mom's like, she loved you. She was so obsessed with you. She used to just be like, oh, I love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, I used to think she wasn't going to give you back. <laughs> wow. But yeah, it's like, so you have that bringing it back. Like you have that experience, of course. And I have my experiences. So what makes you think that you can sit here and because if by your logic, if so, then, okay, I'm going to just hate you because. Yes. You I mean? And it's like, girl, I I, I just. It's stupid. It's like, they don't even think of it. Like some people, some people, when they say things, it's like, you do realize you're not speaking with logic because like you said, I would hate every single white person I saw if that was the case. Some women who dealt with men that were horrible would hate every man, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and, and sometimes those things do happen. And that's when we do go to therapy and get the, you know, the resources that we need. But for you, a 55 year old woman to act as if, and then she was like, you know, before she had told me that when she was saying everybody should get along, she talked about how she works with a black guy at her job and how she always looks out for him. Then when she told that story, it's like, that's funny because you have a hidden bias though. Cause what you just said was right. And it's like you, we work you, around people like that every day. Mm-hmm. Girl, that was yeah, that that was And that's why, yeah, I don't play that. Well, I don't have a problem with black people. And that's like my thing with Bershawn, like I said on my last episode. Well, I like Bershawn, especially that, after this last one. Be in New York. <laughs> you know, when she says the only thing with the, her, well, the only thing with Bershawn for me with that her and Sonia argument was, you know, like she said to her on the bus, oh, you move like a black girl. I don't say things like that to white people. I don't like that because it makes them feel like they are more comfortable, okay? Where, so when we get into it, you can put your finger in my face. And that is one thing you absolutely cannot ever do, ever. And that's why, like, watching that for me with Sonia was so triggering because I've been there. I've had, you know, a white girl in my face and she's going to tell me, something and with her black scent and everything. And I have to, I have to like, you know, reach within, you know, it's don't get me wrong. Like, you know, we watched Potomac and, you know, Wendy's like Mia, get your hand out of my face, things like that. It is a different level as a black woman when a white woman is in your face because it's just, it gives big racism immediately. It just really does because how dare you? Because and you've done it before. Okay. And especially when you've already noticed little things that they've said. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, I'm just going to, since you said that about like certain things you don't say to white people, I'm going to put out a disclaimer because it is July. Sun is getting hotter. It's getting ready to be August. People are going to get tan. Do not. Mm-hmm. If, if, like we really don't think it's cute. We may kind of like, mm-hmm. But don't please don't put your arm up next to mine and say I'm almost your color. Because even if you got my color, your treatment would be different. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just so funny that little mm-hmm, because that is my that when I just be- really can't take myself <laughs> there. When I'm like, Lord, please deliver me from this because I don't have it in me today. That's mm-hmm. literally my reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, girl, and then I usually walk away. Mm-hmm. Yes, because if I open my mouth, <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, so y'all don't do that. Like, and don't, Mm -hmm. I feel like people don't understand and it happens in race. It happens in relationships. Do you remember the time when Rihanna was on stage with Drake and then he reached over and kissed her? Like, oh my God. Yeah. And it's like, you're putting her in a position now. If she pulled away, you know what half the audience is going to think when Mm -hmm. 
white people, when you say things to people of color, like, oh, I'm almost your color or girl, I look like a black girl. I can talk like mm-hmm. a black girl. You're I like, move like a black girl. Like, but no, it's like, no. And what you're like, you're putting us in a position to be like, there's no win for us. No, there's no winning whatsoever. And that's what that's what makes it so frustrating to me. Like, and that's what, what watching that argument between Bershawn and um, Sonia, I was I had an incident last year where I was, you know, it was in the last summer in the middle of everything. And it was like kind of uh, when people were starting to get back together in small groups. And this girl and I had had no problems ever excuse me. And she was drunk. I mean, we were all drinking, but she was drunk. Okay. Okay. I was not. And I can honestly not even remember the problem wasn't between me and her. It was between her and one of my other friends. Oh my and gosh. I, t- I remember just stepping in and being like, Hey, you don't need to talk to her like that. Like y'all can resolve this later because obviously there's a disconnect and it's that you're both drunk. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's turned to me Okay, and maybe I should have taken this page for like Bershawn can't call a drunk woman drunk. Right. And okay. she's like, you don't know this. You don't know that. And I was like, well, watch yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm just saying, let's go our separate ways. I'm simply just saying, let's talk about this later. But you're doing all of this. And now I'm about to be the one with the issue. And right. I mean, it just escalated. And I, every time I tried to speak, she cut me off. Blah, blah, blah. You don't know this, you don't know that. And then all of a sudden she just started crying. And I was like, what are you crying for? Like, I remember I was like, what are you crying for? Because you haven't even let me talk. And she's like, you are just really aggressive. And I was like, what? I remember turning and looking at my friend because even my friend is white. And my even my friend was like, girl, did you just say that? And I was, I looked at her, I said, now, Miss Ma'am, I haven't even gotten a word out because you keep interrupting me. So what are you talking about? I'm aggressive. I was trying to tell you to back off so y'all don't get in this argument. And now here we are. And then it's just the waterworks. And then everybody comes over and is hugging her. And I'm mm. sitting there like, I'm like, this is crazy to me yeah. because I actually, I didn't do anything to you. You did stuff to me. I was trying to help you not get into this argument. Wow. And then, so that, that's why I'm in business now. Okay. that's Yeah. That is, yep. Because... <laughs> The fact that she started crying and everybody consoled her. And that's how I felt about with Sonia. And I was mm-hmm. disappointed that Ebony didn't do more to support Brashawn. And I did not like her telling Lou in that elevator, the black credit or something. I was like, we don't say that stuff. I was like, what? You don't say that. I don't care if she would, like I said, I said this in my last episode. I was disappointed yep. in Ebony too, because I, as soon as Leah would have called me and told me that, I would have had to run downstairs, even if me and Bershawn weren't linking like that, like yes. black woman, the black woman been like, girl, what happened? Yes. Like what? And it's, it was interesting to me because it like things kind of flipped because yeah. when we first met Bershawn, she was like, oh, I'm not doing this. We're white girls from the Upper East Side and we're black girls from Harlem. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But then Ebony, when that situation happened, it was like, oh, well, Sonia is my friend and I know her yes. and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I understand that Ebony is a little bit more poised, but you don't know until somebody's hand is in your face, until the white woman's finger is in your face waving and she's using her black scent, you have no idea how you're going to react. Okay. Sometimes I still don't know for myself. Me too. It depends on the day. (laughs) Depends on the day. I said, let me store up in prayer because I'm going to need, like, just like when you put your money in a savings account. So that way, when you need it, you can take Mm -hmm. it out. Let me store up my prayers because. And especially 
Ebony saying it to Luann of all people, people. because we just had this conversation where we had to literally pull a, an apology out of Luann for why you don't say this, why you don't say that. And then you turn around and say, well, I've given her enough. I've tried to give her all the black points. And I was like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Yeah. Okay. Like Bertrand doesn't need any black points here. I was I was right. so irritated with her in that moment. And you know, I I am an Ebony fan, but like I was not with that yeah. shit. But then at the same time, at the table when Bershawn started apologizing and crying, yeah. first person up there and by her side was Ebony and was like, yes. girl, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, so I, I was just like that. irritated with her in that moment. And I did see, I think it was like that Breakfast Club interview where she had said, like looking back on things now, she and I mean hindsight is twenty twenty. Yes, mm-hmm. you know she needed to get over white comfort. Yes, and to be able to really do so, maybe in her next season we'll see you know a little things a little bit differently. But yeah. I was not down for that, and that whole even Sonia with the from when Bershawn apologized because I don't think Bershawn owed her that Me big neither. of an apology. And I the really way Sonia was or the ladies. Her. She was so dismissive. It was gross, especially for the one that was drunk and broke damage the hotel. Let me tell you, my job now is the restaurant I work at now is inside of a hotel. Okay. I have seen people escorted off the property for much less. Wow. Okay. Like the much less. I I was like, girl, like my, like the hairs on my body. It would have been just like you said, how Ebony is very poised. And I've heard you speak the same way. We, we, we all know how to uh, present wherever we mm-hmm. are. Yeah. All bets would have been off like, girl, who are you talking oh. to? As you soon as when Bershawn, <laughs> when Bershawn, when Sonia did this and I saw Bershawn's face, she almost reminded me of my yes. mom because she said, get your hand. She, girl, it was and like she, my face. I said, I said, yes, get get your hand out of her face okay girl she said that when she heard she pursed her little get your hand i said i know it i know it (laughs) it was like she did the black girl pause where you take a second Mm -hmm. and we say what did you just say we're trying to calm ourselves down and buy you time Mm -hmm. or when she said and then like you said she pursed her she's giving you a chance girl and i Mm -hmm. like how she didn't just back up Cause at that point, again, all bets are off. Who do you think you are for calling her what she was drunk? And she is a clown. And she didn't, she, they weren't even arguing. That's my thing. Like in the flashback, cause I'm still not understanding why we didn't get to see the whole scene. Right. Like as a scene, I'm very confused. And it makes me wonder if something else was said during that, like Girl. if they're trying to protect Miss Morgan Okay, because I think just from the flashback, it was a lot worse. I think it probably was a lot worse. One, two, I Sonia was just, just blah 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 blah. And I do put some blame on Leah because, like, girl, Miss Girl, you you're like Bershawn came down to my room to get a melatonin. Okay, well, why didn't you say Sonia's down here? And because, but because when you called all them white, the mother white ladies and said, Bershawn antagonized Sonia, blah, blah, you kind of led that, led to that too. Because if mm-hmm. I had two friends that were beefing like that and one wanted to come down and the other was already in there, I'd be like, girl, listen, meet me on the floor. Yes. In between, I'll bring it to you. Sonia gonna stay here and continue to talk to herself. She's not even gonna realize I'm going, and I'm gonna be right. right. Like, 
Yep. You know what I mean? And then for her to get a, you know how I feel about Leah, girl. <laughs> the same as I do from season one. I've never seen it for her ever. I will say this. I thought that some of her, I wasn't like a Leah state. Mm-hmm. And the way she bothered Ramona made me happy. Okay? <laughs> That's what made me happy. But now it's, I can't remember who said this. It's like, we're starting to realize that maybe we don't want to see some of our favorite white housewives interact with black people Girl. because we're going to realize, you know, that they're not who we think they are. Or okay? that they are. They're more they ignorant. Are. It goes true. Yeah. Okay. And they're more ignorant, you oh. know, in you, you can post, it takes, I say it all the time. Okay. It takes so, so much less to post something on Instagram and say, Oh, of course I think this wrong. Right. But when you are dealing with a black person in your life face to face, how do you react? That's what makes you okay. non-ignorant and anti-racist, not sharing this and saying, Oh yeah, I know not to say these really offensive words. You're so right. That's a good point. It takes, it's more when you really have to stand in it and stand up for somebody that that is such mm-hmm. a good point it's that the is- people who you know you know what i mean when you are dropped into the situation and so that's why i said last week with sonia all of that we got to do the learning and turn some more pages and be uncomfortable all that shit went out the window for me with sonia because girl yeah. you weren't willing you didn't even want to read a girl you and didn't they- even lick your finger to turn the page okay like, all because she said you're a clown Leah did so much worse last season and everybody, viewers included, said she's a breath of fresh air. Rashawn comes in and was funny to me Mm -hmm. and now leave our Sonya alone. These housewives are not exempt from being at the end of somebody calling them a clown. Isn't that what housewives Mm do? Exactly. Is a clown to see Rashawn say that and then see her in that elevator. Yeah, there you go. She's a clown. And then also, we can't call Sonia a clown, but Luann can call her a hoe, a one night stand. Uh, literally, she called her a bad wench, pretty yes. much. Yes. Like, and then he was Leah, going in on her. Yeah, Leah, you don't even know her, but you didn't know her last year when you told her Morgan was so like 1985, let go of the last name. You remember all that that you were saying? Oh, yeah. You didn't even know her? Like, girl, come on. Leah is so like, I, this is my thing with her. And that's why, look, I'm a little upset with Rihanna right now, but it'll be okay. Girl, right. I said, I said, look, I felt like that meme. Oh no, baby. What is you doing? Listen, this is why, th- this is why it irritates me because Leah is actually, I struggle with thinking Leah is clueless and thinking that she knows what she's doing. That's my main issue with her. One, two, She's going to be like, well, Rihanna loves me. I mean, she said it this week. Oh, Ramona, yeah. I don't need your anything. Rihanna wears my stuff, blah, blah, blah. That don't mean you right in, in this year argument right now. Right. Like. Right, right, in, right. In this argument right now, how, what is the relevance? Okay. Rihanna so wears my clothes. Okay. Even Rihanna had to say in the caption what was said, because I was kind of not paying attention at that point in the episode. <laughs> and then she said, Rihanna, where's myself? I said, well, where did that come from? Kind of like Nini. Now see, why am I in it? I, <laughs> I, I said, now why is Rihanna in it? I was confused. I said, now why is Rihanna in it? What? Did, how did we get from talking about this song to your Rihanna. t-shirt Ex- and, and Rihanna? <laughs> I believe the reason that she was so concerned, uh, one of my listeners, and I call her my little sister, Jasmine, uh, 
brought this to my attention. So back in 2013, there was a, uh, Leah had a t-shirt and a hat that, and I'm just going to say, said Supreme because mm-hmm. that's what it's called. I'm going to say it because that's Supreme bitch, right? Yeah. Well, they sued her for copyright infringement. Supreme? Yes. Oh, okay. And then it ended up being settled out of court. Like the lawsuit, like Supreme went to back to wherever they filed and withdrew. But mm-hmm. also it wasn't sold on Leah's site anymore. So yeah. what Rihanna wore was that uh, mm-hmm. design. So it's like that. She's had a few of those because I was looking for that Lil' Kim t-shirt that she was selling with Lil' Kim's mugshot on it. And I can't find it anymore. So that's why when she was, and I know she wore the dress too. Like she had that dress that was by a designer and we could leave. I'm, I don't even want to talk about him, okay. but she <laughs> had a t-shirt for her line with Lil' Kim's mugshot on it. It's, I can't find it anymore. I can't find a picture of it. And that's the other thing. These Leah does these questionable things these problematic ass things and then she buries it it gets buried in the depths of the internet i have to go do this digging and i'm like so you know that that was a problem why don't you just say it and that's why when she was talking to ebony a couple episodes ago it was like you know these clips are on the internet about you like backing trump and not saying that he was a racist back in 2016 or whatever and your mom voted for him i said now see there are things on the internet about you too, Leah, that Girl. are questionable at best. Like you may may need to sit this one out, okay? Like I always say, you can always say nothing, all right? And especially in the fact of that argument with Luann at the dinner with the white supremacy term, like why are you defending it, okay? It's all baffled me ever since we started this co- these conversations around like white supremacy and supporting it and what it really means. If you just listen, okay, if you just listen, and then it's like, okay, now I know what it is. No, I do not align with that. And this is why. It's that simple. When you said that about her having stuff on the internet, it's like, um, you talk about Ebony and Trump. You said in an article you didn't believe he was racist you believed he was pretending which means that you saw things that would you would have to recognize something in him as racist to know that he was pretending to be racist like what exactly exactly and that's my thing i'm like listen it's down to her and heather in the voting because i really thought that that heather stuff was going to be so much more than what it was than what it ended up being like now, granted, Heather was like, oh, I got assaulted. And I was like, <laughs> and I knew when Leah threw them flowers, I was like, yeah, oh, here it go. Yep. She's yep. considering that. I mean, it, listen, the flowers hit her in the foot. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> she made a connection. I just was, you know, I don't want to get into a whole violated right, know, discussion, dang, but, but yeah. I was thinking like, like she got jumped. Okay. Or right. something like I was, but at the same time, I I agree with Heather in the Leah versus Heather thing in, on the show. You know, Me Heather too. acted an ass off of the internet. Mm-hmm. But it was a mess because when Leah was sitting on the beach talking about, oh, I don't think I'm going to vote or I don't know if I am. And Heather made that face at her. I made the same face at her. Right. Okay. And to be honest, her friend Ebony made the same face at her too, but she yes. didn't, she wasn't perceiving it. 
She was not receiving it. Yep. And Ebony even tried to sit down and have a conversation with her like, hey, yes. let's talk about why you're not voting and like why. And all she heard was like, Heather said that to you. It right. was like, please take a breath, ma'am, and realize stay on topic. Yes. Leah has an issue staying on topic. And she just tries to throw everybody else under the bus. She thinks she's this voice of reason because last year she was. Girl. But now you're not anymore, girl. And she's right? herself in every everything. I'm going to tell you this. When she told Ramona, I was literally at the gym watching. And I was, I had finished my cardio. I, I, I had... I forget where I was, but whatever this part, I was in transition walking. And girl, when I tell you that my kitchen stood up in the back when she said, you don't want, I promise you, you don't want the smoke. Girl, the smoke. I, <laughs> I put, I did, I tweeted and I said, Leah, when she said she don't want this, this smoke. And I used that, um, GIF of, uh, my girl, Angela from waiting to exhale when that uh, car is on fire. Please, what smoke? That was another point that I was like, what smoke, Leah? If you provided me with even a match of a flame, then I would be like, okay, what have you given us? Don't talk about my mental health or my vagina and right. bitch, I elevate this shit. Right. Girl, is that your smoke? Because if so, then baby, let's just start a fire. All right. Okay, long. I'm with it. Go get that fire extinguisher that Sonia broke the glass on. Go Girl. get it. When she said, do you, you promise you don't want this smoke? I would have been like, tell Smokey the Bear to stay home because I'm here for all the smoke. And that's my thing. You're not saying that to Bershawn or Thank Ebony. You. You're saying Thank it you. to fucking Ramona. Ramona was probably like, what smoke? What's yeah, smoke? Yeah. Who's smoking? And that's Ramona probably, didn't like, even care. Ramona literally was like, get out. Like, almost like, get out of my face, girl. Like, Ramona exactly. is scared of you. She's not. But like. You're telling Ramona you don't want this smoke. It's right. Ramona. Right. It means nothing. You're, it means nothing. And that doesn't up your street cred. It doesn't Girl. make you anything. And that's what kills me about her. Girl, You, your biggest rival is literally Ramona. Okay. Right. I might have a little bit more respect for her if like Bethany was still on the show. And it was Bethany, but not really because I can't stand Bethany. But that's me neither. Me neither. But like you, Ramona. Told Ramona, you don't want smoke. I just, right. <laughs> I was like, okay, right. It's just you didn't tell Rihanna that, and so I back to my like Rihanna. The thing that bothers me the most is that Leah's gonna think that that gives her some type of yeah more street cred than it yeah. does. Yeah, and it's like like you know, you're you know still I mean. ignorant. You're still really ignorant, honestly, truly, and she's the honestly scarier type of ignorant because. Because she's younger and she masks herself as this woke white person. Yes. But really, she's not. Yes, yes, yes. She is scarier. Because with Ramona, I would take a Ramona. Of, if I had to choose, I would take Ramona over Leah. Because I know exactly what I'm getting mm -hmm. from her. Boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Leah, oh, absolutely. Like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm we really not about to do that. Like, I didn't like Leah's earlier. like some season. get out type shit. Well, she would have done that with Michael Che if she could have. <laughs> <laughs> she, she Did you see all the stuff about him? He's okay. He's not a great person either, but still, it does not because right. he's. But no, I did not. He has been making jokes about Simone Bile. Oh no, see, sir, no. and mm. I exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. So I was like, okay, so you're both shitty. Like yeah. you're both shitty. But I was like, okay. Oh, like no. the. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know him. Like, I knew he was on Saturday Night Live, but I don't watch Saturday Night Live like that. Um, Girl, I knew of his face and his name, but then mm-hmm. the, when I read the text messages between them, I was like, oh, she's wild. Like, and exactly. I, he pinned her exactly when he said, you say stuff just to, like, basically, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, he, he had her number for sure. He did. And that's my thing. I'm like, oh, when I was, well, it was late last night when I was like watching all that or seeing the stuff come out about him. But I was like, listen, I, what I don't want to hear just because he's wrong, Leah can also be wrong. She, yes. They're both wrong. Okay. They're both absolutely wildly disrespectful for the things that, they, that comes out of their mouths. And I don't understand with some of these black men, Ira Madison, another one. Oh my God. Yeah. What are y'all doing? Like, like, what are y'all doing? Seriously. Like, would it, it kill you? So like, would it kill you to just stop for a second? Not everything has to be a joke. First of all, right. you don't have to please everybody and make everybody laugh, but yeah. especially at the expense of a black woman. Oh my, I, I, that makes me so mad. I saw, and I was going to, you know, you have to stop yourself. Sometime I was on line and I was scroll. Somebody had did like I forget what it's called. When you do more than one picture on Instagram, I think it's called a name where you just, you know, so somebody could just oh, like yeah. scroll through. Mm-hmm. And the first, it was about Simone Biles and it was, they were getting back at people, which I think is good. But one of the ones they showed was a white man saying, real champions or real winners or real champions or real something, uh, basically do it like Carrie Strug because how she vaulted and then landed oh. on her foot. First of all, sir, she hurt herself and she was made to do that by her coaches. You think she would have did that? That's number one. Number two, Simone doesn't have to prove she's the goat because the girl is doing a move that can't nobody else do. Not exactly. And they are purposefully docking her, punishing her because she's better than everybody else. One, two, no disrespect to Carrie from back in the day, but she hurt herself. And that's what we're saying. We learned from that. Her coaches pushed her to continue to go on the boat that day when she was obviously not in the right headspace. Okay. And that was just the bolt. The moves that Simone are doing or is doing, I literally, sometimes I look at that child. I'm like, wow, wow. She could injure herself 10 times worse than Carrie did 20 plus years ago. Right. Okay. Why? So y'all can be happy. So she can bring home the gold for America, for an institution that let her be abused. No, let my good sis sit down. Okay. And and bring home and meditate. It reminds me of Muhammad Ali when he won the Olympic gold when he was boxing. He might have been over in Rome or it was either it was somewhere over there. Rome. He won the Olympic gold, came back over here. And I want to say it was Ohio. I want to say I could be wrong. Y'all can fact check me. He went to go into a diner. (laughs) You can't Mm -hmm. even hear. Yeah. So you Mm -hmm. didn't want those same people probably watched you on TV. Mm hmm. Oh, but you can't sit at their table at their restaurant and eat. So it's yeah. like she don't owe y'all nothing. She don't owe y'all nothing. Naomi Osaka don't owe y'all mm-hmm. nothing. Because guess what? They are the best. Period. Exactly. And then they're mad because it's like with the Naomi Osaka, it's like, oh, pay this fine. She's like, got it. Boom. Boom. Bam. Okay. Boom. Toot, toot, boom, Listen, boom. Bam. I want to get all right. To the I'll point pay it if y'all Irving. get the hell up out of my face. You know right. what I would love? I want to get to the point where if I see something like that and she got to find, run it up, run it here, run it here, right. I'll pay it. Sis, do you. Right. Just to show support to our 
women, uh, our, our fellow women, uh, sisters, you know, women of color. Like I said, mm, go ahead. It's Nadia. giving, and it's honestly just giving big, like you need to tap dance for. Thank you. Okay. Why are you reading my mind? Like it's, a, I'm like, why? I'm like, well, okay. I see what this is. All right. And I saw a black man, you know, questioning on Facebook that somebody I've known for a while questioning if, she's a, she's a gymnast. She's trained to do this. If she should just push herself contract because contractually she's obligated. I'm not contractually obligated to hurt myself ever. Okay. Ever. Yes, I am trained. I'm trained to do this. I'm trained to do a lot of stuff. Okay. I did hair for six years. I'm trained to do that. That don't mean that I've never done a bad haircut. Okay. Because I was having a bad day. Right. All right. And this is exactly what we're talking about. The same people talking about, oh, mental health matters, blah, 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 are coming down on her. And the same people that can barely do a damn cartwheel, to be honest. Let me tell you, I I went through comments and I said, if I see near black person speaking against her, I'm going to say you are one of the ones probably that are screaming about the black community does not talk about mental health and we should. But then Mm -hmm. as soon as somebody has the nerve to exhibit it, just like you said, they want her to tap dance. And the fact that, which is if we're done about New York, it's happening with Crystal and and Beverly Hills. The fact that a woman of color doesn't mind standing 10 toes down, like I'm taking care of me. This is how I feel. And what's interesting is some of the same people that are not people of color that are saying about Simone, um, you know, y'all leave her alone or, or, or crying racism or Simone has a right to her feelings. But y'all are not saying that with Crystal and Sutton. Mm-hmm. What y'all are saying is Crystal used a different word. So y'all really have got to look at yourselves like it don't just carry for real life, because guess what? Housewives is like, I mean, we are really watching a woman of color with right. a white woman and one black woman. Exactly. And I, you know, it's funny because somebody was like, oh, somebody that I know in my personal life was like, oh my God, I can't wait to hear your thoughts about and how much you can't stand Crystal. I said, who said that? Who said I don't? I said, why do you think that? I said, you know me. I said, you really think that I'm with Sutton on this? Like, honestly, truly. I was right. taken aback. I said, why? They were like, Oh, because like, you know, you're tougher. I said, yeah, I'm tough, but that doesn't mean that I just walk in on people and I don't make up, I don't have apologies for my behavior. One, two, I was uh, ecstatic that Crystal said no with the straightest (laughs) face, (laughs) with the straightest face. No, she said, oh no, I'm not going back on that. And she's continuing to not go back on it. I'm honestly shocked by Garcelle. Okay, because so she was even on Watch What Happens Girl. live, and she's like, "I just think she should have used a different word." I said, "But why?" But why? Okay, that is okay. First and foremost, I don't know why. I have no clue what went through Sutton's mind when you have had an argument with this lady. Girl, please just let her be, and maybe take her her coat in the morning after she comes out of her room, or when her door is cracked. The, her logic to me when she's sitting there with Kyle and whoever else is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take her her coat because that's what a good girlfriend does. Girl. Bitch, leave my coat right there. I shouldn't call that lady a B word, but, but like, but you, I don't like you. Girl. Like, why? why? It was her and I Kathy. Get... Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and I do not understand. I really do not understand. Mm. One, two, but to knock, okay, and not hear anything back Say and it. then proceed to open the door. 
And then she says, I'm naked. And she drops to the ground. I immediately would have been like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Did okay. You and, and, and I wouldn't have said, noise? okay, exactly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said, oh, I don't know what you're doing in here. It's not my business. Why? Because her door was closed. Because okay. her door was closed. And again, I yeah. am a person that's a little bit more okay with like being naked, walking around naked and stuff like that. That doesn't mean that everybody is just because I mm-hmm. wouldn't have cared if Sutton walked in and just because Kathy uh, or Kathy walked in on Sutton the night before, because that's what mm-hmm. they were trying to say. Yeah, just because Kathy and walked in on Sutton, she was like, Sutton I was didn't care. The, Kathy did. She was behind the door. Like, exactly. Friends. Exactly. And Crystal just sat there and told y'all she's had body image issues. But I don't care if body image issues aside, she said she didn't say come in. Come in. And and that's not your house, Sutton. Girl, Zell, what gets me is the fact that she walked in, paused. We see her pause. Mm-hmm. And then she still proceeds to walk in and drop her coat off. I know Crystal had to be thinking, I know the cameras are coming behind behind her, number one. Exactly. And number two, it's like, it doesn't matter. You say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You notice that never came out. Of, that would be my first reaction. Exactly. Exactly. And okay. I feel like I'm okay with nudity and walking around, but I feel like if I just got into an argument with you, I mm-hmm. do feel like, oh, like you're going to need to go. And the fact that she kept pulling Crystal aside to have conversations. And I- Child. Girl, (laughs) my blood. Get out of here. Crystal is better than me in that aspect because I would have said by the third, like, can I talk to you? No. Point, no, you cannot. No. Are you apologizing? What is there left to say? I'm gonna be honest with you. Everyone, I know that like the Jade Roller and everything was funny to everybody. It, it just funny. pissed me off. Me too. It was I, not, it funny, was not to funny to me. I'm telling you, I like when they're on the boat and she had that. I said, and she's telling her like, "Oh, you shouldn't be saying you called me manic or whatever." I said, the way I would have probably snatched that from her and threw it in the damn lake. I I can't stand that shirt in my head right now. It is such, it's just like such a privilege to you are about to cry and you pull out an $80 face roller to soothe you. Yes. When you've been having the first interaction included you crying because I was talking to someone else who didn't have my back about my experiences as an Asian American, uh, as an Asian woman. And I got to tell you, I was livid. People make allowances for what they want to make allowances for. Yes, Crystal called her manic. When I looked it up in the dictionary, what Sutton was displaying from what I saw, it was manic. People mm-hmm. was were quick to shift focus off of yep. what Crystal, uh, what Sutton did to Crystal. Do you mm-hmm. really think Crystal said manic because she told her, her about, about you know, her dad father how about crystal shared the experience of her dad having to live in his body being terrified that didn't mm-hmm. even Sutton still centered herself so I, I mean yeah I felt that way in New York too last week with the argument between Bershawn and Sonia all that went out the window at the, mm. the last five minutes when Sonia's talking about her dad being an alcoholic I said okay and 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 what does it the and. two things are separate yes the two things are separate. The only thing that Sonia's dad being an alcoholic relates to that situation is that Sonia was drunk and she's constantly drunk. That 
goes together. Yes. That was not college. However, when it comes to Brashawn, I'm not forgetting. I'm not willing to forget just because Sonia was like, oh yeah, my dad was now called. No, girl. no. The, the, okay. Girl. Same thing with Crystal. I'm sorry that that was your experience. I really am. It's very heartbreaking. But ne'er one time have you shown any sympathy girl. to me when I've told you about my experiences and you are doing things Sutton directly to affect yes. my, like what I explained to you. Yes. You're triggering me. You are Girl. pulling up a trigger in me. Yes. And you know what's funny? It's not lost on me because I, you are, our minds, I'm telling you, because when I'll be listening to your podcast, I'll be like, Zell, say it. I, I, Y'all, I told Zell today, I, I was excited too. We were messaging and I said, I actually get to have a, a two-sided conversation because I'm always having a conversation with her. She just mm -hmm. doesn't hear it. I'm listening to the podcast, but I know that you don't just watch the show. You watch how viewers react to the show different shows mm -hmm. and you compare too. So I love about your brain and you, I know you, I know you'll get this. It's interesting how there are viewers that watch New York, watch Leah say the word psychotic to Heather. Nobody's talking about mental health nope. shaming. Cause let's be clear. Sutton hasn't said she, she struggles with mental health. Cause people will say, well, Heather didn't say she struggles. Well, it shouldn't matter if we shouldn't use those words and we shouldn't use those words. Right. Exactly. No one has said a word about that. Also, everyone that supports Ebony is saying Ebony, her voice should be able to be heard. But some of those people are the same ones that see two sides when it comes to the Crystal Sutton. To me, there is no two sides. Well, Crystal did this and Sutton did this. Nah, once microaggressions entered the picture, there ain't no two sides. And with taking it back to Leah calling Heather psychotic, I was like, girl, aren't you the same girl that said, told Ramona last year, don't talk about my mental health mm, and my vagina? Like, what are, what are we talking about here? Listen, let's just, as long as we are all on the same page yes. of like, okay, this is like, but it can't, you can't use that when it's convenient, convenient for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because if you, if somebody were to call Leah psychotic, she's going to reach back and be like, yes. well, I've talked about my mental health struggles and that same thing with Sutton. Okay. Yes. And it's just, I'm like, we have all used those words. So I understand saying like, oh, these types of words probably need to start being removed yes. out of our vocabulary every day. I totally get that. However, if you're using them every day too, to describe people when it's not pointed at, you just don't like it when it's pointed at you. I yes. get that. Most people don't. Yep. Okay. Most people do not, but you too need to remove them out of your vocabulary. Yes. All right. What crazy like world do you live in remove them, it? practice what you preach. Yes. Yeah. Practice, like, practice what you're trying to preach girl. and not use it when it's convenient to you. And then like, Sutton say to Crystal, what crazy world do you live in? Oh, so it's so not your exactly for her to say that. Okay. Exactly. I don't understand when people are saying Crystal is smug. I don't get that from her. I ten get toes that. down. She stands 10 toes down and she knows how she feels. Do you know how many arguments I have left feeling not as just crappy about myself because I let somebody talk yes. me out of how I feel, Yes, how yes. I feel, especially when it's pointed as, you know, my microaggressive and things yes. like that. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Girl, I like, yes. I cannot stand that. Yes. All right. I get that. I get that when you were saying it to me, the forefront of your mind was not that you're talking to a black woman. Got mm -hmm. that. Okay. But now that I've told you and I've made you aware, yes. you need shift and say, okay, same thing with Sutton and 
crystal. All right. You understand that when you took the coat in there, you don't think that you were, your intent was not to violate. However, you did. Okay. You violated her personal space. All right. And she was naked. And it's just, I, I think, I think I said this on my podcast, the women in Beverly Hills, I feel like they have different eyes because I was thinking about this when it came to like the other franchises, because they're in LA in the movie scene and we've seen, you know, Mm -hmm. the Harvey Weinstein's and the Me Too movement directly affect, you know, LA, Beverly Hills and that type of industry. Mm -hmm. The way those women got about the word violence, I was like, you guys are literally trying to make it seem like falling under the trope that assault and things like that can only have this meaning if it's done this way. And that's not, that's not how it is. Okay. I, the way, even again, even Garcelle, we're like, you cannot say that you can't say violence. Actually, I think I can. And I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I can. And I think I did. Like I really do. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) like, so it's just, I'm like, they're seeing things differently and it's kind of annoying the same way I feel about Erica, okay, with her, they just, it's the rose colored glasses with them and her, everybody wants to see me fail. No girl, I just, I literally just don't want to see people schemed. Right, that's like, what it is. Cause I'm not even thinking that hard about you failing. I'm really that's not. not even the juju for what I want in my life. What are you talking about? Exactly. It's not, I don't want to see anybody fail, okay, in what they're doing. But again, keep on the topic at hand. We're talking about the victims here. We're talking about what your ex-husband did, okay? Same thing with her in the, the Beverly Hills ladies, again, since they're in LA, I feel like they just see things under these rose-colored glasses. And it's like, maybe it's my middle-class glasses that I'm seeing (laughs) things out of, all right? Because she's like... People, people don't want to see me do this. They think I'm this uh, mastermind. Uh, no, that's not. I don't think anybody said that, Erica. Right. Where are you getting this from? Right. Where, I want to. I want to ask her who said that. Where are you getting this from? Because I am on Twitter and I do still follow her. I think <laughs> I see some of the stuff, and I'm just like, why would you say that, girl? Like, why? Why would you say that? Okay, she. I want somebody to take her phone away. Like I, I really do. I I'm like, really even do. at first at and, there was one point I was like, is it her or is it her people? But you should know what your people are doing. So it don't even exactly, matter. exactly. And that's my thing. I'm like, listen, ma'am, <laughs> whether you, what, whether, whether you knew or not, like she is dancing around so much stuff. I, and I said this, like, I would have so much more respect for her if she said, listen, when I met Tom and got with him, I was a 28 year old single mother cocktail waitress. Like I was, I lost myself. I saw the vision of a life that I always wanted a better mm-hmm. life. And I let things get in the way of who I know I am on the inside. Yes. Okay. I would have more respect for her. And, and like, but no, she wants to talk about Tom's not nice. No, we know we saw Okay. We keep seeing that one clip. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I saw it back then when it aired and I was like, oh, okay. Of course he's rude. Like, right. Not shocked. All right. And you're like, he doesn't hug me. He doesn't love me. I feel the same way about Ray and Karen. Okay. I don't think that the sparks are flying in your relationship. I don't think you're getting hot and heavy every day. Nope. All right. 
Um, Erica and Tom, I knew that was a marriage of convenience because he was how old? <laughs> when you let's just let's just say it all right let's just say it you were a 28 year old cocktail waitress he was by the time they men got together Aaron Brockovich was that he did that settlement you know what yes. I mean all of that was done he was already a famous you know LA lawyer right so yeah. we know I'm just like oh my gosh and then the the tears the yeah. tears and just the 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 front over and over. Even last week when she's like, uh, Kathy Hilton's like, have you reached out to Robert Shapiro? And she, I know Bob very well. <laughs> yeah. You're talking to Kathy Hilton. She was friends with Michael Jackson. You don't need to play this ping pong game about Robert Shapiro, okay? <laughs> just answer the question. Answer the question. Did you, Did reach, you reach out, out to Robert or not? Or not? Okay. <laughs> like my word woman my word <laughs> did you reach out or not what is it if that, that i know bob very well okay and that's not even what she asked you though it's not it, it's really not i mean kathy hilton doesn't care though because she, right. <laughs> she's like girl i don't care i'm just asking you some some avenues that may help all right gonna, but I'm if you want to sit here and be like oh i know bob fine fine <laughs> Look, no, Bob. That's great. Okay. Right. And then all the rest of the women with the like, what does freezing your assets mean? Y'all know damn well what that Girl, means. Okay. Freezing. I have no assets to freeze and I know what that means. I have Nan Penny to freeze. Okay. <laughs> you can take my Jeep. All right? You can take my Jeep. But that's about it. <laughs> that's it. And I know what the freezing of assets means. Like, period. Please stop this. Yeah. Stop it. But stop did you nonsense. see that? Um, I don't know if it was by TMZ who posted it. It's a paparazzi video of Erica. They're asking her like, oh, do you think, does it bother you that your um, stars don't believe you? And she's like, I really don't give a shit if they do. I was like, who said they don't believe her? Did he say co-star? They said co-stars? Yeah, her castmates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. who said that? Right. And and you know what's like, crazy? They don't believe her. Have you heard? I've heard people saying, and oh, Crystal's not treating it seriously because she or and not not like and not even like intentionally, but like because she made the comment. Basically, it's two million dollars, right? A two million dollar check, mm -hmm. and I I feel like it's not that Crystal maybe is not taking it seriously. It's that the time frame that it happened, mm -hmm. we're thinking Tom is wealthy. So right. it would be like you getting a collections notice for $25 and you have exactly. in your bank account. And I'm like, Do you exactly. $25 check. Exactly. I understood what she was saying. Then I also just think that Crystal is like, I'm going to stay out of white folks business that, because girl, I just got done. Girl, <laughs> I just girl. got into it with Sutton. We've settled I this. I'm going to mind my business over here. And, and you know, what's sad about that? It's, you can be a person of color and have such confidence and you get into those situations because we, we had messaged like um, sort of like in the beginning of the season and she was talking about like, she's never seen such microaggressions. And I talked, I said, I appreciate you talking about your body issues and mm -hmm. how you wanted to fit in. And she said, yeah, I've always, she said, I've always had confidence and I've always been confident. So she entered this space confident, but then to see, and she's not even talking about not just from her castmates, 
from viewers. And mm-hmm. that post that she put up, did you see the post that she put up of that girl that said that nasty stuff to her? I, you want to know something? I looked that lady up on Facebook and I almost got real beside myself and sent her a message because I looked her up Me too. and I was like, her profile, we we not talk about it. I was like, what is this? Like, what is this? She has been removed from her job, thankfully, Mm -hmm. but as she deserves, I said to people, you don't go straight there. It starts somewhere Mm -hmm. and where it starts is what y'all are doing to Crystal now. That's where it starts. And I saw a person on Reddit say, I would never say, because somebody had posted it there, I would never say these things to her, but I feel like I'm a part of the problem because of the things that I've been saying about her with really no basis for them. Because when they say, she's mean, show me where she's been mean. Oh, you mean to Sutton? You mean the one that um, literally shut her voice down? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm glad that that Reddit user recognized it. I mean, I feel like, we know, Zell, that it happens. You could be friends with people that don't look like you. And mm-hmm. it takes a lot for somebody to step outside of themselves and really ask themselves, why do I always feel like I have to justify a racial mm-hmm. situation? But if it was a sexual assault a situation, no one would try to justify that. Mm-hmm. No one tries to justify LGBTQ assault, which, by the way, none of that should be justified, just so you all know. But do you exactly. ever feel that way? I feel like... yeah. Just like how they jumped on the mental health thing with Crystal. But no Mm -hmm. one wanted to go back and remember what happened to her. I almost stopped watching Beverly Hills because I was so bothered by that incident because I worked with a lot of Suttons. Oh, yeah. Sutton is, and that's another one, just like we were talking about Leah. I didn't, last year, I was just like, okay, with the like, let the mouse go. But again, I was more consumed with Brandy and Denise last year. And then also my disdain for Teddy, but whatever, she's gone. (laughs) We don't need to go there. You were all out on her. (laughs) That woman. And it's crazy because I actually liked her at first. Me too. But then I was like, she she turned on, I turned on her real quick. Like, um, I'm sorry, you, you, you lied too with Lisa Vanderpump, which, and honestly, what gets me is how do you go after somebody with no proof? Just because y'all feel like she's been, y'all didn't have concrete proof. There was concrete exactly. proof. Exactly. lied. When people call people manipulators and all that, where's y'all proof? Mm-hmm. Cause anybody exactly. can say anything. Exactly. And to be honest, they're like, they did that whole manipulation trope. I'm like, if you ask me, like being called a manipulator and a violator, like they're one in the same. Okay. I wouldn't, but they yes. were throwing the manipulation around left and right. When that all, when all that went down, I'm, listen, I'm not like an LVP stand. Right. I was, well, I don't want to say stand. I liked her. Me too. But the I thing liked was, I too. liked her more than Kyle. Me I too. Like her more than Kyle. Me too. Okay. <laughs> because you, you know, I got this from you. You call Kyle the sniper from the side because that's what she is. What she is. Kyle has, and that's what she's always been. She's got that baby youngest uh, sibling sniper from the side. It's like, okay, I knocked over the pot, but I know Kim did this and Kathy did this. So me knocking over the pot, I'm going to throw all the, whatever the rest of them did and get out of it. And I'm the sweet baby. So blah, blah, blah. She, that's, Kyle is a sniper. I do think where I saw Lisa's manipulation a little bit more was in Vanderpump rules. Yes. With the kids. Yeah. Okay. Cause those are, those people are younger than her. Like 
even though I don't like those who shall not be named, <laughs> sometimes she would be would ask to do stuff and be like, oh, you need to go over there and talk to them. I'd be like, no, I'm not going to go talk to Jax after everything he's done to me. Right. <laughs> do right. that. Yes. But she would like, you know, as a woman of power and their boss and stuff. But as far as the Beverly Hills ladies goes, I she's no better than they just took her out. Okay. Yes. And then now Kyle's like, I, 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 you know, will never be friends with Lisa again or whatever she says now. And it's, it's like, Kyle, you have for the past two seasons, people have seen who you are. I get it that she's probably like the nicest housewife from what I hear when you meet her in person. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to LVP and the dog, and then last Girl. year with Denise and um, Denise and uh, Brandy, Brandy, mm -hmm. who I can't stand either, but that's me neither. <laughs> I didn't like her either. <laughs> and if we did not have this Erica stuff going on, I promise you that Sutton versus Crystal would have been dragged out can by I Kyle. Can I tell you? So it's so funny. I actually, it was the first podcaster I heard say this and I, I cannot remember who, and I'm so sorry if y'all listen that I'm not giving y'all credit, DM me so I could say it in, in my next episode. They said something that was, you know, it's like it was like kind of dancing in the back of my brain, but I never connected until they said it. They said, yes, Beverly Hills is a bit more entertaining this season. They said, but there's still it's still just about one thing. That one mm -hmm. thing, was a little bit of Sutton and Crystal, the rest of it is all about Erica. We're not yep. Dorit doesn't have a storyline. We're not really talking about like K Kyle and Kathy are there, but it's not like we're focused on them. So mm -hmm. they were like, mm, we're still like on one thing. We are. We are. And I have no clue when it started being like this. All like, I mean, in all of the housewife franchises, we get so focused on one thing. Like even yeah. with Potomac last year with Monique and yeah. um Candace, it's like, okay, we have focused on this one thing, let it up. And yeah, it's the part of partly the producers and um editors and stuff like yeah. that and then this year it's going to be eddie and wendy you know what i mean yeah. like it's so i'm just well with a little bit of karen and just uh, actually potomac bringing it i'm not gonna sit there and lie what, like what, matter of fact, it is, if you have anything else to say about beverly hills or you can we can go right into potomac oh, no. so, look so i don't have you here oh yeah tomorrow. we can get into potomac <laughs> <laughs> oh no we can get into potomac because you have opened my eyes. I don't know where I was, how I missed Giselle or not Giselle, um, Karen going to Bravo. I did not hear that until you told me that girl. I didn't know that. Zell, I was okay. It's one thing we have our people that we like, right? For whatever reason, we watch them mm -hmm. on TV and we feel like they resonate with us. Then we have our people right. that don't for, for me, for Potomac, it was never Candace. It was never Monique. Mm -hmm. It was never Ashley. Okay. <laughs> never. Karen, I could take her or leave her. But it's interesting to, so like we all have, it's interesting to hear people say, oh, I love that person. I love that person. Mm -hmm. But I also like to get into the why. And when you talk to people, mm -hmm. you start to hear the why. And I started realizing the audience loves a liar and not a person that's direct with the truth. Yep. I'm going to tell you some people. The, and I think the word villain gets used too much. Villain mm -hmm. is a person that is that manipulator that is pulling right. strings. So I've heard people call Candace a villain. Candace will blow your head off with her words. So I wouldn't put her in the villain category. Yeah. If I had to say villain, 
I would say Karen was a good villain and Giselle was the one everybody loves to hate because Karen, we have watched her lie and lie and lie. Even though I couldn't, couldn't stand Ashley, I never saw Ashley lie. Robin, I never seen Ashley lie. Did she lie to, oh, with Michael, with Michael, right? The Michael stuff. Who, Ashley? Ashley. It's yeah. not that, listen, I don't think that Ashley lies. Okay. Ashley is a person that like, and this is absolutely me psychoanalyzing with no, <laughs> absolutely no merit. I just want to add that disclaimer. I have no schooling, no anything, but I think it's because I have a strained relationship with my father that okay. I can see on TV with Ashley. She's trying, I've always seen this with Ashley and Michael. She's trying to fill the void of what mm -hmm. she didn't have. And then even with her mom, the relationship was like strained there too. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So she's, she always wanted to have children. I remember her saying that, yeah. um, always wanted to be a mom to kind of try and make up for yes. what she didn't have as a child. And Michael Darby is rich. And yes. another thing we know about Ashley is that she didn't have money growing up. Yes. yes okay. Yes, yes. So she struggled. So even though Michael is a creep and really annoying, and I don't even know how she kisses him. Child, that thing. Mm. I I see where to, what it is. And like when they were talking like two seasons ago when they were talking about like, oh, doing the postnuptial agreement and yes. stuff. I, I very much so believe more than any other relationship that now that is a business yes. partnership. Yeah. And I, my thing is the stuff Michael has been accused of That's and how she, and I mean, we saw it on camera. Like, you know what I mean? Girl. I just, we've seen it so many times. And you see, yes. have you seen that screenshot of that picture of him talking yes. to a girl now? I said, he's just talking to a girl in a club. I am not going to get him. I will not. I can't no, do another Michael Darby. business on that one, right? I'm with you. We are. <laughs> we are. Okay. We are going to mind our business. I'm going to say that was his server. And he was just finishing up his tab because I don't have any more Michael Darby scandals left in me. All right. <laughs> and I don't have any more like, Ashley in denial, like ignorance is bliss yes. in me. Cause even this past episode, when she was like, when she's talking to her mom, she's like, Oh, I don't think that, you know, she, he knows he has an influence on Dean. Michael has other kids, right? Michael has other kids, other sons, or at least one yes. other son that we know of. Yeah. He had it. He's always had influence on other people. Your kids are not his only kids. They're his youngest kids. And to be honest, Dean is not going to remember. Any That's of what kids. I was getting he ready might to see it. His older kids are more affected by what he did than yep. Dean. I'm sorry, yes. Ashley, but like, give me a break. Okay. I, it's And it's not even that we can't bring those kids up because y'all did bring them up when you was talking about Karen cuddling up with the driver. Girl, and she said, ago. my stepson. Exactly. He sure did. Yep. Exactly. So it's just interesting watching because Ashley has said some of the most heinous things but people love her. Mm -hmm. They do not like Candace. So when I was watching it, I'm like, y'all, we so, we've seen Karen lie every season. It's on camera. But people think, oh, it's just Karen. But yeah, when other people come back with truth, it's like, oh, you've gone too far. Yo, mm -hmm. this girl's like, a like she's lying. And I guess well, for yeah. me, I'm very much about like, no, tell the truth. We can go from. So am I. Mm -hmm. But you are straight up lying. And I just can't get with somebody who lies. 
And that's the and that's the thing. Like, do I think Karen Huger is entertaining? Yes, Absolutely. she is. Yes, There's she is. no denying that. However, even she and the, my thing with Karen now is she's starting to even lean into like yes the lying when she oh that's why we went to Sing Sing and Ashley said what is Sing Sing what is Girl. that and, oh I just said it I thought it sounded good I was like you're you're not even denying it now mm-hmm. okay but you the uh, episode you and Raven did. <laughs> Oh, no. At least Giselle is telling the truth because y'all up on the same thing I did because my Nana does this. When you start saying it's getting a little too close to home for shut, shut. <laughs> like it's all one word, shut. Okay. <laughs> and when she was like, oh, you're, you know, because Giselle is, whether I like her or not, she is telling truths. All yes. right. Karen's yes. just like, Oh, you this, you that, you yes. this, you that. Karen didn't even do it at the reunion. She just piggybacked off of what Monique was saying. Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. she couldn't, she has other people do her dirty work for her. Yes, she does. All right. And she, like, she cannot handle it when the heat is on her. Because when, in season two, the press conference. Girl. Okay, she, that was the closest we saw to the Grand Dame, like, breaking down. Breaking like, down. I rewatched Potomac, well, I rewatched most of housewives during quarantine (laughs) and that is like she was you realize like that was her lowest of low and then her wigs got better her everything got better because she she was like that's a wrap like we're not if they wouldn't have made it out through that then karen would not be who she was today yes yeah because she had i think i believe that she saw herself in two rows she said i'm either gonna go this way and i'm done with reality tv and and everything or i'm reinventing and so yes. obviously she reinvented happy for her, but we might want to reinvent with the truth. Remember when she lied about her boobs with Andy? It's like lady. Yeah. Lying. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, because like that is obvious. All right. And they talk Very about obvious. Giselle taking cheap shots. Karen stays taking cheap shots at Robin. Like, oh my God. like you said earlier, how did I get into this? Yeah, because that when they were arguing in dinner, I was and they started on Robin. I said, no, you ain't got to say that to that lady. Okay, I don't think Robin and Juan need to do like a big wedding or if they don't even plan on getting remarried right. for real, for real or having a ceremony or whatever. I understand that. I very much so get, they've lived a whole life. You yeah. know what I mean? Already. I get it if they're not going to have like a full ceremony and then just go do it legally because yeah. they stayed living together. Let her do what she want to do. Karen, you're, you and Ray are trying to prove something. Well, Karen's Girl. trying to prove something. Ray is just along for the ride. Okay. Listen. Okay. Zell, I was like, I don't believe it with them. I think that that is very much a part. Like now it's a partnership. I And, and like you said, Giselle is telling truth. And I believe it because every Ashley said it in, France, when they were arguing, you mm-hmm. said you didn't like Ray's penis. Robin said it in a confessional and seasons ago said Karen um, said it. And some, and I'm trying to remember what season it was, but since you rewatched, maybe it'll come to you. One of them said, Karen will drunk call that before this season. Will oh, drunk call them. Yeah, it was. And now look how it's coming out this season. Four? I think it might have been four. Because okay. I can see the setting. I can yes. see the setting in my brain. But yes, I but yeah, we've heard that. And listen, here's my thing. Care again, Karen with the twisting of the truth. Karen, if you like to have a little, you know, a little yeah. cocktail, a little wine, and then you call your friends and tell them how much you love them, 
just I hate to sound like Lisa Rinna, but just own it. Own okay. It, yeah. Just say you're like, yeah, absolutely. You guys know I do now. If that's like an every week occurrence, then <laughs> right. That's a little right. problem. Okay. And they're but, all saying the same thing. Exactly. And Candace knows a I lot. I feel like there's a whole other side. She does. I feel like there's a whole other side of Karen that we do not know. Yes. Like at all. And that's what scares me about Karen. Yes. So when hearing about her, when you said about her going to Bravo, yes. I was like, see, that's what kills me about her is the layers of the onion start coming off. Yes. And I'm like, that woman is low key evil. You know, okay. you know what I think she wanted? I think because there were people arguing with me online telling me she went to get Ashley help. And I even brought Corey into it. My husband, I said, if your employer, if, if your fellow employee told you to go to eternal hell and you went to HR, what reason would you be going to HR? He said to get them in trouble. I said, Are you yeah, gonna, I said you wouldn't be going to get them help. He said, no, you wouldn't go to HR to get your employee help no or your 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 fellow worker so i think she thought if she went to bravo mm -hmm. and said i felt threatened and candace was put off the show monique could stay that would be her ally against giselle oh, yeah i would bet well, money on exact that. oh i would too and listen as somebody again i am a restaurant manager okay i have dealt with HR a lot. Because yes, you do. Yes, you to, work I like hand in hand with them. Yes, I had to explain to servers, bartenders, things like that. Like, listen, <laughs> you can absolutely come to me. My door is always open. But when it comes to HR, let's not get all willy nilly with that. Okay. okay. Because you're opening a can of worms mm. that you, I don't think you necessarily want to open. And I don't discourage anybody to go if they, if you're inclined and you mm -hmm. really feel like that's a situation that they need to take care of. And you think I'm biased for whatever reason, please go. Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll go together. But exactly. You don't, even me, I'm the manager. You don't come to me just to be like, oh, I want to get so-and-so help. You come to me to get somebody in trouble. Yes. Yes. Okay? And trust me, I hear it a lot because <laughs> I work with servers and bartenders. Right. That's all they do. I'm really a referee. <laughs> exactly. Well, and you know, Stephanie from Mocha Minutes uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She is in HR. So she was like, yes. oh, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, she was not going to get her help. Exactly. So, And no, then the way weren't. she tried to twist it, but people also forget with Karen, how they're saying that Karen was um, neutral. No, she wasn't. Let's talk about how they talked about last season. There was a get together of dinner and they were trying to come up with a plot about Monique. And let's say the child's not theirs. And Karen, mm -hmm. that ain't going to do that. That baby work looks just like Krista diffusing went and called Karen, told Karen she was upset. And she said she didn't call Monique because they were not in a good place. So she told Karen, Karen then calls Monique okay. and never says Candace was okay. concerned. Mm -hmm. uh, you're trying to throw Candace under the bus to Monique, who she's already not getting along with. Oh, but she has. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So uh, like, and again, hindsight is 2020 last year. I was like, okay, Candace just be saying stuff and it needs to stop. Be and I do feel that way about her. I still do. But <laughs> I, at the end of the day, 
what I've come to, especially now, almost choked me off. <laughs> now that I've come to the this season, that Karen and Giselle used Monique yes. and uh, Candace last year. I it again, it's yeah. hindsight. I was all up in it, just like everybody else was yep. last year. This is Monique's fault. This is Candace's fault. Yep. Like yep. they were used. They were all puppeteered last year because Giselle has never liked Monique. She has never wanted her around. From the first time they ever spoke. Oh, so you don't have a home? Right. And which is why I, I, I heard Giselle say something on her podcast with Robin. And this is why I think her and Mia may end up having something like an issue and why her and Monique had an issue. But why she likes Candace, Candy Pants, and why she likes Ashley. Candace and Ashley had no problem from the gate saying something to Giselle when they, when she tried to haze them. Now, granted, mm -hmm. Ashley deserved a little bit of that, but not all of it. Mm -hmm. And Candace, when they went on that trip to Nima Colon, Ashley and Monique were trying to pump Candace up. I'm like, don't let them punk you basically. So right. she got into it with Giselle. And oh then my God. Giselle that Nima Colon trip stressed me out. Mess. Yes. And then <laughs> she's, um, you know, you, you and your $900,000 tear down. So Giselle is Giselle can't intimidate Candace. Mm -hmm. She can't intimidate Ashley. Now I'm not saying she necessarily intimidated Monique, but I see with Monique and Mia, Monique wanted to be a green eyed bandit too in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And she, she kind of dismissed her because even in her counseling sessions, what did she say? You know, like they won't accept me. I do all this and these women don't. Mm -hmm. sucks when she said, Giselle, put your number in my phone. That one moment, like seasons back I, when they were arguing and then she was like, Giselle, just put your number in my phone basically so we can start over. I felt like Monique was genuine. And I was like, Giselle, mm -hmm. just take it. But she turned her nose up at that. So I mm -hmm. feel like I got lost in my thought, but I feel like <laughs> no, I get what you were saying. saying you know Giselle, what I mean? Okay. It's like, mm. Ultimately, listen, Giselle is mean girl she really yeah. is but her mean girlness is rooted in you know what I I think again not a professional here <laughs> <Not> a professional. <laughs> what I think is more so rooted in embarrassment from Jamal and mm -hmm. uh, from that whole thing and how she was casted out okay. of the church and everything when all of that stuff went down I think that's more so what it's rooted in. She's not going to be the one casted out. She's going to be the one doing the casting out. Yes. And then do you also think that it can be that and part of it could be because I was always the pretty girl, but a mean pretty girl because mm -hmm. her best friend, Erica Lyles, the one she, mm -hmm. I think, I don't know if she ever made an appearance on the show, but I know I see them together in, in pictures and stuff a lot. She, Erica Lyles, was it on an interview that they did together or something? Erica said on campus. Hampton. Yes. My mom, that my, I know where, I know where that is. My mom lives out there. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, mom and I toured, I toured Hampton when I was graduating high school and everything. Really? Mm -hmm. so, okay. Monty from, um, oh my God. Why am I? Oh, mixing with Monty. Mixing yeah. With Monty. My name, I'm looking right at her. <laughs> her uh, podcasting and that's my girl Monty mm -hmm. went, went there for a little bit oh did she okay yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so um but uh Erica Lyle said that she was mean and that like when she was pledging basically they took like, to 
Denzel's house and she opened the door and then slammed it in her face and was like, I don't know them, get them out of here. So she ran things there. So I wonder mm-hmm. if it's a combination, like I've always been mean, but now I'm embarrassed. Cause I think Giselle's an AKA, right? Yes. Yeah. I have, listen, I have some friends that are AKAs mm-hmm. and my girls are sweet, mm-hmm. but I do know that, especially kn- knowing that Hampton area out there, mm-hmm. listen, Hampton University, the AKs, they're the gorgeous, pretty ones. Them girls can be so cutthroat. Yep. Like I worked in, um, so when I I did live out there for a little bit with my mom um, in my adult life. And I, when I was the assistant manager at an Aldo, it was the one out there. Okay. And when it would be, um, you know, like homecoming weekend and yes. stuff, we had that on our schedules because they would be coming in especially although you know fun accessories yes. style stuff like that so and let me tell you just a couple run-ins on them homecoming weeks and you know oh my god you know i would be like are. i would be like listen this, we are talking about shoes and earrings here so let's not get beside ourselves yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's let's watch it all right because at the end of the day we're just talking about inanimate objects i had I had a pair of ears thrown at me by a handy girl one time. I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. She threw these earrings at me, and I threw them right back at her. Okay? (laughs) I said, it it was one of those things that was an instant reaction to. Yes, yes. Because it's like, I was managing an Aldo out there, and I'm sure you know the return policy. It used to grind me. When I explain this to you, you're getting earrings. Okay, just so you know, these are final sale. She got them, wore them, didn't like them. I don't know what the case was, but she, I'll never forget. She was on the phone blah, 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 and said, oh, I'm sorry. She had some other returns that I could return. I said, I'm sorry, I can't take these back. And she was on the phone with somebody and said, girl, hold on. I'm about to go off on this girl. I said, certainly not moi. <laughs> and I looked at her. I said, and I said, excuse me? And she was like, they were $10. Take the earrings back. I said, they were $10 take the loss. Wow. Okay. Cause don't tell me, don't tell me to, and uh, she, cause she was Hampton now had her, all her stuff on and everything. And she took the mirroring. She was like, take them back. And instantly I said, I caught, cause I caught them. They like slid over the thing and almost fell off. And I caught them. And I said, no. And at that moment, there were other people in the store too. And they were I did. I said, ooh, child, I might be fired. I was gonna say, but she took she took it. them she and went walked right out the store. I said, I'm probably gonna get a call from the district manager. I never did. So wow. but then I can believe it and I can see when uh like Karen said, uh you're from a broken from Hampton University. I said, Oh, that tracks. I said that tracks. Wow. I did. I said that tracks knowing them girls out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. And isn't it crazy though, how for uh, divine nines, it's different on every campus. So on this campus, Mm -hmm. AKAs are considered the pretty, whatever, whatever girls. But then on this campus, the deltas are considered. Yeah. I remember Mm -hmm. when going to college, I thought, oh, I think I'm going to be a delta. And I remember the deltas and the AKAs coming and I became friends with an upperclassman and she was beautiful. And I remember People being like, Are, is that you're asking? She would, she was on main campus, but she would come down on the weekends and stay with one of the guys, like, 
it was a big deal for him to be dating her because she was an upper mm-hmm. class when he was. He almost put you in the right. line of Grant Hill back in his like okay superior yeah. like days, right? And he played basketball, and so she wanted me to be an AKA. So she was like, "You're so the Deltas came and I'm le- you know we took all the information, and she was like, I want you to be an AKA." Da, da, da. And, you know, they tell you things they're not supposed to tell you. And I'm like, no, look, <laughs> I know for the price of some things, long term being in a sorority is good. I know that. How and ever. I'm going to fight somebody back if they hit me. I'm just saying. So listen, so <laughs> I never I always knew that I didn't want to pledge. And my brother's an alpha. So he he really wanted to. He pledged. He's still really into everything. I knew that I didn't want to because my mom told me. When she went to college, she started pledging Delta. Okay. And she had a rough go at it with this one upperclassman. And one time they were, you know, in a line doing whatever they were doing. And they were supposed to just put something on their face Child, like uh, this. The, mm-hmm. Just like this. Okay. And all the other girls, they got their soft, you know, X, Y, and Z. My mom said this girl got to her and put whatever that was supposed to go on their face on her hand. And what? slapped my mom across the face and my mom is not somebody you want to slap (laughs) and she's I knew in that moment I was done I beat her down and she said I have never looked back since and she said after that they you know the um the people above her or whatever they were like oh you know if we were really sorry that happened she's been placed on whatever whatever but yeah probation yeah you you can, you're all absolutely please come and pledge. And she says people still reach out to her this day that are like, oh, gee, it's never too late to pledge. And my mom is like, absolutely not. You know what's funny? So my girlfriend who's older, I'm, I'm 44. She's probably 47. She pledged like two years ago. And she's, and there's, oh yeah, there's grown adults still doing, now, like on my Facebook page, I'm friends with a lot of them. That just, Quad just became an AKA. Like two Miss years- Quad? Miss Quad, Miss Quad, she got it. She got them letters, girl. Interesting. Interesting. I can see that. Me too. I can see that. I can see that for a multitude of reasons. Mm-hmm. What yep. we just said, that people traditionally think AKAs are beautiful. And really, that's, mm-hmm. let's call a thing a thing. They think AKAs are light-skinned, long hair. So to belong, for some people to belong to the AKA yep. line of mm-hmm. prestige. So I can see Quad, wow. yeah. Right. Interesting. I mean, Ebony's yeah. an AKA too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I didn't know if I was surprised or not, but now seeing her more, no. Like when, when she first, um, yeah. when they first posted pictures of her, to me, she looked black. Like she said, some people were asking other black people were like, oh, uh, she must be Indian. And I was like, well, no, I see straight black in her. I was about to say where I mean, and she looks like a brown girl to me, not even like light, like light yeah. spectrum. But I was like, oh, okay. I, that's funny. But I mean, she looks like us. Yes. That's like, what I thought. It's like, okay. To me. Speaking though of sororities, I got to just for a sec, because I, I promise I won't hold you, but I got to jump to this. <laughs> so guys, in case you don't know, you heard me say the divine nine, the divine nine are black sororities and fraternities because when the white folks wouldn't let us in, we had to start our own. Create our own. The Deltas, um, AKAs, the Thetas. I don't know all of them, but they have those, right? So I was watching. Now, listen, I know the children don't have nothing to do with it, but just <laughs> it's what I felt like though. when I was watching Beverly Hills. And I hope that you just picked up on this, too. When I was watching Beverly Hills and Lisa Renna 
and Sutton and her daughter were talking. And she said, I'm in Gamma Kappa, whatever that mm-hmm. is. I mm-hmm. said, oh, that's the fraternity. I mean, that's the sorority that had the issue with the racism. And mm-hmm. oh, okay. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but for me, I was like, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Because they had when she said racism. when she said that, I was like, now I could I look I'm picking my phone just me like too, that. I said no, I could have told him that I know that name no. for a reason because let me tell you, I know nothing about white fraternities and sororities. My fiance, he was in one in college, but he's very much so like not so I know that name, but like okay. he's very much so removed from that now okay. and like whatever. But I know nothing. Before he told me what he was in, I was like. Couldn't, couldn't have told you what that was. Yes. Okay. But I knew that name from when uh, Sutton's daughter said it. I Girl. said, now, didn't y'all have some issues? Yeah. And I'll it's my crazy to me. Sutton tries to bury this. But when she was, because I'm going to call a spade a spade. When she, her and Crystal got into that uh, first uh, argument mm-hmm. where she interrupted Crystal. And she was, she was drunk. She was drunk. Yeah. It was very yeah. plain to see. Yeah. Okay. And she, how do you think I feel when somebody calls me a hillbilly? Girl, it's not the same. I promise you it's not the same as right. how I feel, okay, getting called the N-word or getting called colored. So <laughs> yeah. shut up. I promise you it's not the same. At all. It's not the same. I, I promise. And Sutton, like, again, let's call spade a spade. You have a thick, syrupy accent. Girl. Okay. Like, no, I'm not going to assume. I said this. On my podcast, yes, you I do. I assume every white person from the South is racist. No, nope. Am I on guard? Yes, yes. Because especially my age, I'm 29. I know that still back that back when we were coming up and stuff. And I mean, hell, even still now. Yes, you probably saw and heard some things that I would that are so racist and mm-hmm. old school racist that we didn't from your Mima and Papa yep. that I am sure would even shock me. Okay. Yes. I'm sure you have. All right. So I know that that's a, like, that's why I don't watch Southern charm. I watched like two seasons of I it said, or whatever. I think I'm going to be able to do it no more. Yeah. I can't, I cannot watch that show. All right. Mm-hmm. Because it's just too much. I, it makes me nervous watching it, to be honest, because yes. I'm always like, what is going to somebody going to say something yes. that m- the your average viewer may not pick up on, but I will. Yep. That's how it, that's the vibe Southern Charm gives me. Yes. OK, I like I said, I watched like one or two seasons, but I, I was like, I can't be comfortable and watch a show because I feel yep. like somebody going to say something and I'm going to have to raise up on the Internet. All be- all all right. But yeah, they canceled Southern Charm New Orleans. Hmm. Which doesn't make sense to me. And what the other thing that made doesn't make sense to me with Southern Charm New Orleans, Bravo, their like official Twitter page or either watch what happens live official Twitter, something Bravo official even said, tell us you want Southern Charm New Orleans to come back without telling us. Okay, so why don't y'all bring it back, especially considering all the controversy around the uh, the Southern Charm South Carolina. Right. Like, and I, I hate to like say, th- actually, I don't hate to say it, but- so we know that recently Naomi from that show. Yes. Her her boyfriend cheated on her. And that is terrible. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. However, comma, furthermore, 
as bad as I feel for Naomi, because I've been cheated on, we all have been, it yes, sucks, and especially yes, on a public platform. It made me nervous because she was in a relationship with an Indian man. Mm. I said, I really hate to hear what maybe some people in her life or even yes. the accounts in that are in her corner, some certain Bravo accounts are in her corner yes, were saying, okay. Yes, and immediately went to it. It has nothing to do with his race. He cheated on her and that's wrong. And that's wrong. Y'all can to call that man. a Y'all can call him a cheater, a liar without attacking his race and making fun of his yep. name and making fun of his but I know I know so many people like that I have yep. black guy friends that have dated white women and Girl. like as soon as something went wrong in the Girl. relationship he was all kinds of n-words yes ma'am okay yes, and their mom yes, and yes. you know and their mom and dad you shouldn't have been dating him anyway why yes right why because he's a cheater, right? Cheater? Be because he's else. a cheater? Because let's say, let's say it. All right. Let's be intentional. And that's just what <laughs> y'all don't. Yes. It's like, are you trying to, are you tell me, just tell me the truth. You doing a listening and learning or are you not? Okay. Either you, or you're not. The same people that um, are like, like you said, the Matuls and it's come up about his race and the, like they try to mix that mm -hmm. together. Some of them are the same people that when it came to Brian Moylan's vulture recap about Ebony, it was there's two sides once again. But some of the but and I'm going to take it further. Some of the people that read Brian Moylan's recap on Ebony and said, no, there's not two sides. Brian is wrong. Felt like it was two sides with Sutton and Crystal. So this is what I'm saying. It's like I would rather people don't have to scream allyship for me. Mm -hmm. I know you're an ally when you show up and do the work mm -hmm. or, exactly, or, or when you're willing to listen and learn. There's nothing more. And especially now in this day and age that grinds my gears. And if I say something about somebody being a little suspect or them doing a microaggression or them doing being bigoted, I'm not because I don't just use the word racist. And quite frankly, right. I've seen white people use racist more than I have. Exactly. It's so, yes. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to me that. because I've had to, it's funny because I just tell an employee, like, listen, you cannot be throwing that word around <laughs> and not, not a black employee. Okay. Like also like you cannot be throwing that word around all willy nilly. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you that because it, it directly affects me, not necessarily you. I get that you may not like this person or X, mm -hmm. Y, and Z, but that doesn't mean that they're, you know, racist, sexist, those buzzwords, kind of a lot yes. like how I felt about like Hannah Burner. Yes. In yes. Summer House. Like, listen, I, these things happen and they happen often. And to be quite honest, Hannah, you are not necessarily the demographic yes. like that they happen to, but you're trying to scream these buzzwords from the mountaintops in situations that, that it's not necessary. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 I, it's I, I, really I, not responsibility for one's actions. Yes. And Period. people don't understand that by saying racist, that is a bit of a triggering word for a black person. If you're telling me this person is racist, when I look at them, I immediately think about everything that I've gone through as being the victim of racism. Mm -hmm. So you're not aligning yourself. Like you calling somebody racist is not aligning yourself with me. Right. Because I, I don't really, I really honestly, quite frankly, don't need you to point them out. Eventually, exactly. They're going to show, but I cannot and I, sooner rather than later too. Yes. But because I, that's my thing. Like with, if a white person is saying you're racist, I guarantee you it took you longer to get to that conclusion than it would take me to get to it. It's like, Oh, I know. 
I just didn't yeah. like these conversations. People need to know these conversations happening are new to some people. They're not mm-hmm. new to us. I've been having them since I was younger. Exactly. My older friends, like, you know. And yeah, exactly. Like, do you watch The Bachelor? Child, listen, okay. I had tried. <laughs> so I, I watched okay. Matt James this season. Mm-mm. I don't I'm, even like to say his name. <laughs> Wait, I did a tweet and I realized, yes, I was stereotyping black men, but I, I'm black. So and I felt like it was funny and I was doing it in a funny way because we know all black men aren't the same. We know that. But I said, Matt James is not the gray sweatpant, white T-shirt, white Air Force Ones slash Butter Tims wave cap wearing man that I was looking like that I thought was going to be on there. He's not. And they they chose him for a reason. They chose him because he's not that. Yes. You know what I mean? So I watched The Bachelor. Um not the the whole time but for a for a while for like 5 6 seasons okay until we got up to even the way he was chosen didn't sit right with me yes. because he never actually competed on a season. Yep. He was friends with Tyler one. And then two, it was in the middle of all the racial awakening of last yep. year. And they said and Claire's season got pushed back. And then she had said, I don't trust him. You know, he's too involved with other people. I think he's not here for the right reasons, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then they said, okay, that, you know, but, one thing we know about the bachelor is they love to just cast white people over and over and over yes. again and not answer about it. Okay. And they had Rachel Lindsay. Okay. Who now after the fact, I like her even more. She did an article with vulture. That was really, I, it almost brought tears to my eyes wow. because she, about her realizing that she was their token. Yes. And that is honestly why I like I watched Rachel season. I supported her because I'm that's what I mm-hmm. do. All right. As a fellow black woman. But it just I was having such a problem with her, like in the after after her season and everything. And because I saw that, but I get after like seeing her and I get it. I mean, I've been in that situation, too, where she didn't realize that she was a token and she yes. was being used until she got in a situation with Chris Harrison. And that broke my heart for her too, because the way that man was speaking to her, I said, the way I would have told extra TV, you need to turn the screen off. You need to turn the screen off right (laughs) now because we're done. Cut to commercial. As Monique the comedian said, cut to commercial. Cut to Uh commercial. And so Chris Harrison said that. Is it not okay in 2018 or is it not okay in 2021? It was never okay. Just because we're more vocal about it now doesn't mm-hmm. mean I hate when people say, well, back then we could do it. No, back then it hurt. You and actually even could if we're not talking, do it. Exactly. Even if we're talking back to 1964 when my mom was a child, it still hurt black people back then they just didn't feel as comfortable speaking up about it okay just because we're more comfortable does saying this is what you can and cannot do now does not mean that it was right at a point in time Mm -mm. okay it doesn't mean that it was ever right right. so when it came to me watching mj because that's why i call him yes yes, mj yes this is This is my thing. I didn't watch the season, but I kept up with everything and I knew about homegirl. Okay. And the musings and everything. And I knew about it before people were talking about it. And I was like, okay, I know that they're not talking about this on the show. And I also found it weird that she deleted everything on her Instagram. So the producers probably saw that stuff and said, delete it. Or she did it herself. I think it's a probably a mixture of both. One, two. My thing, I had said, okay, I'm going to try Matt James' season. Yes. So when 
he sat down with Chris Harrison on that first episode and sat here and said, well, I'm mixed. I said, oh, okay. And I, I was like, all right, you know, I'm, I sometimes I struggle with that because my fiance's white. And so, and my mom will ask me like, what do you, you know, your kids will be mixed. I'm like, yes, they yeah. will. But my problem is the denial of the black when it's yeah. said in a, in a way to deny yes. the black. That's what I don't like. I agree. One, but two, when he says, well, he said, well, I feel like America wants me to be with a certain type of woman and they want to see that. And that's the pressure I feel. Boy, just tell me, you don't like black women. What that's all you have to say. That's literally all you had to say. And I got it from then on. I said, okay, I'm done with this. I'm not going to do it. So when he started having homegirl with the race issues, okay, as the front runner, I said, this, this is what we're doing because yes. I went to school in middle America. Okay. I okay. have seen that over and over a black man who is denying black women. All right. Yes. And so for this, seeing that with me and, you know, a black man that's denying of black women, but also not only that, you have some other white women on the cast that understood, okay, had some sense in their brain. Yes, yes. You chose, you really chose yes. the girl. And then not only that, you sat up there and said, oh, I can't forgive this. I can't girl. get over this. And oh, y'all holding hands and making plans all over New York now. Why you was flying in another woman like the weekend before? I don't believe that for a, any second. I think he was so embarrassed to his oh, core okay, that okay. he was like, okay, I've had, you know, some probably identity issues for okay. my whole life. And now it's on a magnitude of scale. Okay. And I've chosen this girl who doesn't get that I, she can't go to an antebellum party. Right. You know, that's my thing about some of that shit. Okay. We talk about these microaggressions. We talk about things that are not as in your face. And I get that. And, you know, systemic racism. Girl, you did something so outwardly racist over and over. I and then you just got on national TV and you cried and people felt for you. And then you got back with your man and everything's fine. It's like these, I've gotten targeted ads um, for like clothing places with her as the model on them. Yeah. Your life was effect not affected by this at all. So please don't, please do not. Like it was not as affected as you really think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. life, your career, your anything. Yep. At the end of the day, you still came out on top. Yeah. And MJ, you allowed her to. And you know, that's what I been like with myself. I'm like, okay, Giselle, like, what do you want him to do? Like the heart wants what it wants. And I'm trying yeah. to like, be like, okay, don't be so one way it has yes. to be this way. But at the same time. <sighs> and I, I feel like, and I think that's why it upsets me because I feel like navigating this world as a person of color, we always have to think of the other side. Mm -hmm. So, and we can never just put ourselves first or our reactions first or our feelings first, which again, points back to Crystal, which points back to Ebony. So mm -hmm. in our lives, and we have people almost justifying someone's behavior saying, I'm mm -hmm. not justifying it, but this is why it's like, I don't think that people get, if someone is telling you, the feelings that they get from this person or talking about the microaggressions they witnessed to then have you come back and say, well, this is why I don't want to hear that at that moment. How about just say, okay, Taria, I recognize your feelings. 
I really mm-hmm. don't ever, I don't need you to explain. I've lived in the world long enough where I've had to work around and forgive some of the most heinous things. So you don't have to tell me something about somebody you like with the hopes that I forgive them. I've lived like that my entire life. Exactly. So I already know that's what, it, so let, let me feel my feelings first mm-hmm. before you exactly. come with, but they are, or, but this is it. I saw something and I promise I'm going to let you go, but I have to read you this and my jaw dropped. My daughter saw it too. As soon as I started reading the beginning lines, she was like, mom, I, 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 I saw that. And she was getting visibly, my daughter is very much like, I'm black and I'm proud. Like mm-hmm. this. I mean, she has friends of all different. She talks to her right. white friends about it. She talks to you yeah, and she same. checks her black. I friends. have no other choice. Yeah. We have no other choice. And what mm-hmm. I, what I told her, what I admire about her is that she also checks her black friends when mm-hmm. they're all in a group chat and they've allowed one of their white friends to be like, what's up, nigger? And then recall the message yep. and think it's okay. She mm-hmm. checked all of them. Like, what is your problem? That's why he thinks I, you can, I will can do never, this. I will never, ever. We don't play like that. No, we do not play like that. So I found this on the internet and I was almost fearful to read the comments because you ever seen something and you're like, do I want to go here because I'm going to get tricked? Mm-hmm. I oh, will yeah. say- as of last night, thank God, most of the, well, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Ready? Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Due to my autism and OCD, I do actually feel uncomfortable around black people. I have always felt extremely sad, uncomfortable, anxious. And sometimes I feel really scared of the fact that some of them are kind of creepy and the men and the men. So she's saying not some and the men are really, really scary. So then somebody black responded in caps. I'm going to show it to you. No, I'm going to say it. Boo, nigga. Like, boo, ha, ha. <laughs> I shouldn't lie. <laughs> and I'm going to show it to you. Now, guys, uh, you see that? I, I, when I read that, I was like, what? What do you want me to do with that? Like, and why you would put you that on the that? internet? Yeah, yeah. What do you want me to do with that? Like, give you a pass to be racist? I don't know. I have, again, am I a doctor? Have I studied anything? I have never heard anything about mental health and OCD and anxiety regarding making you racist. And I feel like if all of those issues, OCD and anxiety, make you think that you're going to say something racist or make you afraid. It's because it's in you. Thank you. Whatever. It's because you've grown up. Because only what's in you. And I'm going to say this now, y'all, like if somebody has OCD, I feel like, like I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a doctor by any means. And I'm, I'm, I'm not a mental health specialist. If someone is saying like this woman, I have OCD and autism and anxiety and it makes me afraid of black people and the men across the board are really really scary you can to me you can only what comes out of you has to be something that was already in you so if you ate meat for 10 years straight in your life and you got sick and threw up more than likely not to be gross but there might be meat particles in your vomit because right. you've eaten it. Right. So let's Hold say on, on the eleventh year, on the eleventh year, you stop eating meat for fifteen years. So now it's been fifteen mm-hmm. years since you don't eat meat, 
and you get sick and you throw up. Right. There's not going to be any meat particles because it's not in you to come out right. of you. Well, so, and this is the thing. The, the last sentence and the men are really scary. You're posing that as a fact. Yes. Okay. You're posing an opinion-based statement as a fact to make an excuse for you being racist and you being who, you know, I done seen and heard a lot of things, a lot of excuses for racism, but that yeah. is a different one. And I don't. Mm, and if I, I got on that thread and saw people saying, well, it's because it, it, it would have took me right back to here we go here. We like, even if there is a, like, even if there is a reason, like I, right now. It's it's in, that's what's in you. You've been taught. Yes. That. So you can be anxious and have OCD and all those things, but for it to be directed towards black people like that, let's say you had never been and you still have all of those um, uh, things and you don't, you didn't grow up, you know, for lack of a better term, seeing color. Mm -hmm. Okay. You didn't grow up being told that black people were scary. Black men mm -hmm. were scary. You wouldn't say that. Like you wouldn't, it's already in you. It's been ingrained in you. My word, my word, my word. I guess all I can say, it's like, here, here's a new one. Anything to be racist. Anything. Anything. Like, uh, I was blown away. Like, when I, and I tell you, like I said, when I read it to my daughter, her, bo her body language, she was immediately like, mom, I, whew, mm -hmm. yeah, because who? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like, yeah, just like, that's why you said with their friends, I have never, I have come into contact with a few white people who have said it and I don't play that game. So I will shut it down. One, I'm not going to talk to you again, but, but I'm going to say some things before I don't talk to you. So don't say that. Okay. And usually it's always, oh, well, uh, so-and-so said I could say, where is so-and-so right now? And where is so-and-so when you get your ass beat? Okay. That's don't. not, don't, don't do it. So that's why, again, I don't say, oh, you move like a black girl. You move like this because, and now you got her with your finger in your face. And that's what even Bershawn told her, don't do that again. Yeah. Like, like don't do that to anybody again. Ever. And it just seemed like it, it it flew out one ear and out the other with Sonia. Girl, and she's like, well, I was ready to throw down with you. Girl. I'm telling you, <laughs> right. you couldn't. You couldn't. Don't ever think you can. Don't do that again. Okay? Don't do it again. I said, I don't think people understand. It's just like with anything. When you are messing with someone, you don't know what they've dealt with that morning, mm -hmm. the day before, or that week. So- if they put their hands on you, you might get the wrath of all of that. Mm -hmm. I promise you, if I ever get, have I been in physical altercations? Absolutely. And I'm saying absolutely. I probably shouldn't be saying, it, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Did I want to be in them? No. no. Now I have friends who are ready to, even at this age, ready to be like, uh -huh, let's do it where we got to show up. Mm -hmm. do, do, but do I like to be in those altercations? Absolutely not. If I felt like I had no choice, couldn't get out of the situation, whatever, right. I'm going to defend myself. But mm -hmm. I promise you, if I am forced to defend myself racially and I don't need anybody to say, because I heard people say, there's absolutely no excuse for violence. I don't condone I it. That. That's you. Great. I'm glad you've never <laughs> had to that. deal, I'm glad you've never really had to deal with that. 
Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. I'm very but, happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Very happy for you. Mm-hmm. But if I was ever in a situation where I had to defend myself and especially if it had to do with race, you were going to get the wrath of Taria, Sharon, Maddie, Alberta. That's me, mm-hmm. my mama, my grandmama and my great grandmama. Yeah. Every other ancestor that mm-hmm. is no longer here. So yep. I would advise you to don't play with people. Steer clear. And it's a deep root. It's deep rooted as well. And that's a, like, you know, when it came to like, Candace and Monique fighting. Actually, no, I just don't. When people say like, oh, there's no, like never violence ever. I'm like, listen, (laughs) I can't believe that's what made Monique. Me neither. Exactly. It's like, okay. I I would have thought you would have slapped on Giselle, but okay. Yeah. I'm like, there's a couple other things and a few other people that I thought you might have grabbed their hair first. (laughs) But okay. And especially when she kept going. Yes. But when you when you throw daggers, especially out of your mouth, yes, and then words hurt too. Okay, words hurt too, and that yes. words mean things, as people yes. say. And that's just where I'm at with the whole like you know fighting. Like you said, I I'm gonna choose a different avenue. I'm gonna choose every avenue I can yes. before I fight, mostly for me. Yes, because I like to be right. Yes, and I love leaving people with like a mouth open like oh my god she just explained that so well like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna leave you shocked yes i know once i hit you you're not gonna listen i could say all the right things all of the right things but once i hit you whatever i said is out of the window and i'm no longer right because i hit you even though you hurt me okay and i was you know acting reacting out of that and your words hurt me so that's where I'm coming from with exactly. it. Exactly. But when you're right, when it comes to race related issues, I don't have that in me anymore. To, oh, n- nope. Like, like, yeah. As um, our boy Kendrick says, play with your mammy. Don't yep, play with exactly, me. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Before, before we get off though, I do. How do you feel about Mia? Okay. <laughs> I feel. We got a little bit more time. We right, got a little bit more time. Right. I feel like. When other people say, we know Karen is this, but she's entertaining. I can get that. And I'm learning. I'm also learning to relax the restrictions that I would put on TV. Like you Mm -hmm. always have to go by facts. I still think you do, but I get for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, we like who we like. We don't. Right, right. Right. With Mia, I feel about Mia the way people feel about Karen. So with Wendy and Mia, I feel like. Wendy has called some things out that Ashley has, but they did it different. I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if Wendy would consistently call Mia out the way Ashley has mm-hmm. in that question way, but you know what she's doing, then I would be like, yes, call her out because we can clearly see that she has lied about some things and she wants to be a green eyed bandit. When she said at the love party, Giselle's character had to be re examined you knew she said it as if Karen called her that night and said girl guess what Giselle said you sat at that table and heard Karen say it so you already knew Giselle said it and then you asked for her phone number you already knew she said that and you asked for her phone number so I feel like Mia I feel like Mia is being her all 
authentic. I feel like Mia's being extra and her real self is what we're seeing on TV. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily good in a person. Yeah. But that's how I feel. See, okay. So I think I agree with you, but I also think that we have a case of some who has watched housewives okay. for a long time. And I think that she's wanted this. Okay. Like she is like, this is and you're right. She is. She wants to be a green eyed bandit. Yes. For whatever reason, people get on this show and think that they want to be a green eyed bandit, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, but she's like, okay, I want to be the third member. Yep. But she knows Karen. She doesn't know the other two. She <laughs> found herself. Member. <laughs> she found herself in the same circle as Karen. So she's like, okay, I got to be friends with Karen and I don't necessarily want to make an enemy out of Karen, but yes. making out of Karen can be collateral to her. Is yes. that how I see it? And she wants to go with them, but she's watched it for so long and she's studied and it's not translating well Okay, because she is over the top. And I do think that that's her, but I think it's one of those people that, because people tell me that they're like, Oh my God, I could see you on housewives. I'm like, you, you think so? Because I'm not about to put, I'm going to break the fourth wall every episode. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, run the tape back. That's not what you said. Run the tape back. Run the tape back. Don't give me a producer. Okay. I'm going to be Jill Zarin. I got it on my exactly. cell phone. Y'all lying. Exactly. All right. I'm like, mm, nope, I wouldn't be. I think that it's a, but once she got into it, it's like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. Wendy, I am still trying to get, because I don't have a, feeling towards Wendy. I know I feel she's gorgeous. I yes. like her Me too. Um, as kind of like off the screen. Last year, she kind of got on my nerves because of the choosing sides with okay. the Candace and Monique thing, especially to be where we are now when she's like, oh, you know, I'll pop off. Wendy, I don't know that, babes. I right. Know that I've never all. seen that. You were actually the opposite last year of mm -hmm. like, we don't do this. We're classy women. We don't. Go so you're showing me a whole different side of you. But I do get where she's coming from. I don't think her and Mia mesh at all. At all. I think those reason. are two different types of women who <laughs> really, really do not get along. Like yeah. really, really. But I also think that we've been thinking so far that the root of the rumor, the Eddie rumors has been Giselle. Mm. I think it's Girl. Mia. Because we are in... So too, and she has said so many times referencing, you're not happy at home. You have this with your husband. She has said that multiple times already and Giselle hasn't even mentioned it. Yes. Okay. So I yes. think it all gets wrapped up because when she finally said it, I didn't think anything the first episode, when she finally said it this last episode, because she's getting on my nerves with this whole, you, uh, you your man, uh, you want him, you have a tight lock on him or whatever she's saying about Eddie. What? Which girl, he, when fun. she said she trained him to be team Wendy. No, like that's you. My have, husband should never go against me with nobody. I was about to say, you have friends. no choice except for to be team Giselle. Okay. No <laughs> yes. choice. Yes. No <laughs> choice. My fiance has no choice but the, to be rah, rah, Zell. Okay. Exactly. And no don't choice. you feel like, I, 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 listen, when we take, when we took those marriage vows, it said we are one till death do us part. Mm -hmm. So. You are on my team over mama, over daddy, over sister, brother, cousin, exactly. bishop, whomever. Exactly. Okay. So Mia has said that multiple times now. I'm thinking it's coming from Mia and Giselle probably gets wrapped up in it. And then Wendy is getting upset with Giselle because she's trying to stand up for her and she's not. 
So that's where their discourse comes. And then, you know, Giselle love a rumor. Okay. So, yes. So she's not going to turn one down. But let me ask you something. In the trailer, Giselle was wearing a yellow turtleneck, breaking off a piece of cake and said, what are we going to talk about these Eddie rumors? Eddie rumors. Robbie didn't see that. That's what I thought too. I said, exactly. When she was with Ashley. Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, but that is such a good, oh my God. Okay, guys, I want you to know that because this is going to come out a week from today. So this is going to come out on August 6th. So I need y'all to hear that Zell said it that way. If, if what, if what Zell is saying comes out this Sunday, August 1st on that episode, I want y'all to know Zell said it first on the what I'm, else is going on. I'm, getting, I'm getting it because <laughs> I am just like, why does she keep saying that? What like, about when she said, um, he, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but how would you feel if you heard me talk about your fiance and say, he couldn't even look me in my eyes, intimating that I look so, girl, I, I said- That woman, Miss ma'am, that, see, to me, that, now you've taken it to like a, mm, mm. it's one thing I, to talk about she, my man cheating, but you, but he wants you, okay. When she said that, I was like, <laughs> what? Okay. Maybe he's because never seen it's anything all that like, looked like you. I don't know. Thank you. All right. And I, my fiance, like I, at first, when we first started dating, I was like, he really, I've never caught him like side eyeing. Some men can really just be about yes. their woman. Okay. All right, they really can. Or he's just really good at sneaking. Actually, whichever one it is, I don't care as long as I don't see. Exactly. Okay. It, you so if he is, if he's not looking at you, Mia, that's fine by me. Because do you want G looking at me? Just because y'all get busy in waffle uh, house bathrooms, just because y'all met at the strip club, that doesn't mean that's how our relationship works. Exactly. And listen, right? I don't want to have to get my clip redone if that is so you can keep G. She really said that on national TV. And listen, I mean, that's not even her first marriage. Like, girl, I was like, I don't well, think she understands what she's saying. How are they? Okay. I, see, okay. Biologically, I had to ask myself some questions me because too. I feel like I'm good at what me I do too. in my bedroom. Me too. <laughs> However, <laughs> I was like, am I, am I doing something wrong? Like, should I, should Same. I have needed one all this time? And maybe I'm Same. not doing it right mm -hmm. because where I know mine to be wouldn't, Okay. Yep. And yep. I just, okay. All right. Be on the same page to read because okay. I literally thought the same thing. And I did. A <laughs> I picked up my phone. I said, I thought I knew. I thought, okay. <laughs> I just, maybe I'm a little confused. Right. <laughs> I, she just I, says things. She just says things. And that's my thing with her. I'm like, girl, you know, this is on TV, right? right. Like, you know, this is on television. Okay. I thought, I, mm. I, that woman is something to me. Okay? okay. Whether or not I'm necessarily entertained by her yet. I don't know. Okay. Fair. Okay. I really don't know. I cannot say yes or no, because at this point she's annoying because one other thing she annoyed me with this last episode was when Wendy said, okay, go get your clip redone. <laughs> she's like, you don't support women. <laughs> right. That I <laughs> What? What is supporting women? I you didn't say that. I hope massage envy fails. You said that on your podcast. That was such a good. Didn't you say that on I your podcast? Hate, yes. 
I hate that trope. Like when you're getting into it, Rihanna or uh, Leah said that uh, talking about Rihanna. Rihanna yeah. supports other women. Girl, you've been yelling at Ramona for two seasons now. Right. I don't think Ramona said, "I hope your t-shirt line fails." I don't think she said, "I hope you fail at all." I hate when women say like, okay, we're in a disagreement and we're talking about you, you waving your hand in my face and X, Y, Z. And we're throwing daggers. Okay. We're throwing daggers. So one of the daggers, you threw one at me. You're saying my husband can't even look you in the eye. My dagger was go get your clip redone. And then now you say you don't support women. What the hell? (laughs) That like we're fighting. What are you talking about? Right. what are you talking about? I didn't say in, but you want to talk about, you don't support women, Mia. And then after this last episode, you got a candle. Okay. What that's you're coming for my bag. Something that I said, I'm passionate about. I want to make that's not supporting women. Okay. So don't play. Let's not fall under that trope. I cannot. When you said that, I, that. I hadn't thought about that. I was like, Oh God, people do do that. I cannot stand that. Okay. I never said I want your business to fail. Exactly. I never said I want your, you're wishing bad on my marriage. You're saying my husband doesn't, that's not supporting women sweets. That okay? is saying your, my husband wants you. Well, let me give you some background real quick on Miss Mia. Meet the founder. Mia Thornton is the owner CEO of Amelian London. So it's spelled A-M-I-L-E-O-N. Uh, Giselle executive, so she's the CEO of Amelia London, Giselle executive management, franchise owner, regional developer, and senior marketing director of the joint chiropractic. Mia is a graduate. Yeah, the joint. Yep. Mia is a graduate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I need to know what Giselle executive management is. Yeah, I was like, what is that? Child, did I type that in there? Was I thinking about me and your podcasting? Because I typed this the other day and and typed your name in here. So it says, Mia is the graduate of the Southeastern Institute, where she received her degree in neuromuscular therapy. After graduation, Mia launched her career in Charlotte, North Carolina, where she became a clinic director that eventually led to a five-year partnership with a prominent Fortune 500 company and ownership of Massage and V Spas. Soon afterward, the she expand this the. the Soon afterward, the expanded success of the company allowed her to develop the joint chiropractic doctor offices in North Carolina, Virginia, D.C., Maryland, and New York. Her passion for beauty and empowering women led to developing a cosmetic line that was geared to formulate a clean paraben and cruelty-free line that would encourage women to look and feel better inside and out. Now, this was last, this was in 20. I want to say 2020. I'll go back and check my facts. I found this on Facebook. So what I'm getting ready to say, remember, it was either 2019 or 2020. I'm pretty sure it's 2020. Mia currently resides in North Carolina with her husband and three children. Her her philanthropic passion has led she and her husband to serve on the board and sponsor families of the Ronald McDonald House of Charlotte. She is also a proud sponsor of A Better World, UNCF, Autism Speaks, A Child's Place, Black Lives Matter, NAACP, and Black Visions Collective. Amelian embraces the principles of compassion and forgiveness. We're not just makeup. We are committed to change. So I also wonder is like, do you really live in Charlotte? But yeah. you're up here to film the show. Huh. Interesting. 
Yeah. Because she doesn't live in necessarily in Potomac. None of them live in Potomac for real. You know where she lives? About 15 or 20 minutes from me. She lives near my target. Because she said, what did she say? It overlooks the Baltimore River or something? Yep. Something like that? I know exactly yeah. where she lives. And then she, because they were talking about Wendy lives far out. Robin lives the other way. You know, I yep. just... Mm. And then somebody said Candace lives in Arlington. Uh, no, mm-hmm. Ashley lives in Arlington. Candace lives like in Upper Marlboro. Yeah, I was about to say, I thought Ashley lived in Arlington because yep. um, my mom would spend a lot of time up there because oh, she worked. Okay. Um, I mean, she works for the government. So she we okay, up mom. and down all of Virginia DMV area. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I am familiar with it yeah. up there. And I was like, and I can tell just by Ashley's place. I'm like, I know that I know Arlington. You know that area. Um, And I have friends out there and stuff. I'm trying Uh, to find this so I can. But yeah, none of them actually live in Potomac. June, June. Oh, you can't see it. Look at that date. What is June 2020? June 2020. 2020. It said she lives in North Carolina. And what we're watching now is last year yeah i mean last late last year yeah interesting interesting i wouldn't be surprised if me neither me as a one season housewife because something's not adding up and she's 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 showing all her cards oh right yeah it's just spilling it's spilling out i wouldn't be Surprised if she's a one season. Yeah, and because I'm like, when she said Jiminy Crickets, I said, okay, that's gonna be on a t-shirt or a candle soon. Oh my gosh, I know, but yeah, I don't. Mm, I'm not. I I have my theories. I think she's the root of that Eddie rumor. That is such and, a good point. And I will say, Wendy is cringy as it could have been. She really was defending Giselle. Yeah, Giselle she was. Be like, it was like okay. Yeah, she, no, she was defending her, and why I'm not really sure. Maybe. Because listen, I'm a defend. I'm a defend people. Don't get me wrong, but as soon as you show me that you're not interested in my defense, I'm gonna leave it. I'm okay? done. Like because I have other things to do. Right, yeah, right, I have right. other things to do. As soon as they, as soon as they told Wendy, like you have to let her talk. Okay, I'm gonna let her talk. I can sail you down the damn river then, uh, yep. because I did let her talk, and she. So yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna let her talk. I don't know why Wendy is Zen Wen because <laughs> I'm like we've not seen anything else besides that from right. Me. I would rather her say I'm gonna slither out of here and like yeah, put her what she said last year. But I would rather her have she a candle that says like slither. She's acting like Monique, like she was Monique yes, last year or something. Yes, that. Oh my gosh, yes. It's like, and I'm where, like, girl, coming from. Yeah, I'm like, Wendy, we don't know you like that for real yet. I'm excited to, okay, but mm-hmm. I'm just confused. I'm just a little confused. Remember when uh, Monique last year said she never, she didn't know who to. Basically, she didn't really know who to trust at certain points. Mm-hmm. Wendy said this year in her confessionals, remember, like in the trailer, like you never know who's your friend, like you, you never can, know who you mm-hmm. can trust. Mm-hmm. So when you saying that it does give Monique energy, almost like, I don't know where I'm, where I'm falling at. Like I was cringing Giselle and I, you know, like when you get secondhand embarrassment, when she was, when she went to ask Karen for help, it wasn't her having a one page business plan. Okay. Ha ha funny. 
when Karen was like, Karen was asking her some good questions. Who's why your candle? Why somebody? And she was like, when she slid down that couch, as if her and Karen had been friends for years, and there was that level of comfort. That just, I was like, I'm embarrassed. I don't like this. I like, I do have like some hand embarrassment when it comes to Wendy, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel for her because like I want to be like, girl, Wendy, right. come here, come here. Like, let's talk about this. We don't have to do this. Okay. We don't have to go. Yeah. You seriously, you are, she is the, not sound like Ebony. Okay. I don't want to get nobody to get offended, but she is the smartest. Okay. The most educated Yes, there. She really is. And I don't really, if she wants to do the candles in the home line, I support her with that. I didn't really agree with Robin saying like, me oh, neither. I thought you were a professor. Now that, now that wasn't supporting women. Okay? Right. Cause I thought you flipped houses, uh, Robin. Exactly. Robin. Right. Exactly. But now you got hats. Robin just be doing anything over there. She just there for some commentary. Okay. She just, she is But like, I'm just like Wendy. I under, and I understand her making up with Karen. I really do. But I think that's also I feel like when these housewives are coming in, I feel like they feel like they need to either get with the green eye bandits or they need to get with Karen. And she's like, okay, I thought I was fine yes. with the green eyes bandits, but now I'm gonna be fine with Karen too. And she, I think she was trying to be the mutual ground, oh, but okay. now with Karen and Giselle, because Giselle, she's just there for entertainment. As much as I can't see in her, she's yes. there to get stuff started. Yes, okay? she is. <laughs> she is there to get stuff started, and I appreciate yep. her for it. Yeah. I don't appreciate the Z she put in my name, but. <laughs> <laughs> she, she is there. To, I appreciate her for the drama in the entertainment. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm looking forward to this season and I'm actually excited about this season. Um, Me too. And I was being, yeah, look, I was being shady because I said, isn't it so great to watch Potomac and actually finding out what's going to happen on the episodes when we watch the episodes, not like last year when we knew everything before the season, what's the decision? Right. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm acknowledging I'm being shady. But <laughs> and no, but, it is good to it is good to see because we already knew. I mean, we knew like the day after that fight happened, girl. And the we way knew immediately. It it legitimately came out. Candace Dillard threw his wine glass at Monique, so it had mm-hmm. already set up everybody going in watching. There is a YouTube exactly. that I listened to, uh, the the Brooke Ashley. Mm-hmm. And I remember listening to her, like when I found her and I had listened to her, she's been on this podcast, but I had listened to her on other podcasts. And she started out by saying, if you are a Candace or Giselle fan, I'm going to tell you right now, you can go because I am not. And then halfway through the season last year, she said, she was like, okay, see, I don't like to be played. And we were all going by what was in the meeting. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, Hold up. Wait a minute. That's not what really happened. And I'm a fan. I've always said I'm a fan of. I love spoilers. Tell me. Me too. Oh, my going on. Me too. Me too. And but this year, for some reason, I'm almost okay with watching it as it comes out. And I think maybe because there's not so much drama behind it. Mm -hmm. It's just like regular, like rumor stuff, but not like to that magnitude. Well, yeah. And I'll say this. I, I didn't realize this until after the fact. And I, I want to say these like fan pages and stuff on Instagram. I have realized lately that they did start with Monique kind of, because remember Monique 
second season, I think it was, mm-hmm. when they were like, I can't remember what the argument was over, but they were like, oh, your fan page that is run by your, you know, your, uh, your people on Instagram said this. And she said, what I look like having a fan page, what I look like having a fan page. Now, all of them, there's like a, there's a fan page for everyone. Mia already has one now. I know, I know that that's her. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it's Mia has one already, like Mia Thornton fan. I said, girl, you have not, we don't know you like that. <laughs> you don't you even, have not been around long enough her. to have a Mia Thornton. Yeah, you have not been around long enough to have a Mia Thornton fan page. So you should have waited till like maybe the end of the season or something yeah. to try and create that. But it started with Monique it and did. she, and back then she got us. Cause she was like, what I look like having a fan page, what I look like having this. Now it's something that's so regular to us. It's like, Oh, yep. an Erica Jane Stan account, a such and such Stan yes. account, a Kyle Stan account said this and you liked the comment on it. Back then I was like, that is really when it started with Monique and all that stuff. Yes. She, I mean, I'll say this Monique left her influence. She, she, did. she did. She left her influence. She I think it was a good decision decision for her to yeah. leave. And I think because it, it would have been a lot. Especially, her, you know, and especially I will say this is after the fact too. I can't get with Monique and or Candace because of their Twitters, the uh, stuff that they say on Twitter. I'm like, no, did I have you, to agree. Did you like think about this before you hit tweet mm-hmm. or did you, because some of the stuff they say, I mean, even Candace with the latest, like Bill Cosby support, she was like, yeah. Oh my, she was like uh, the latest attempt to cancel me. Candace, you're saying something outrageous. Yes. Did and you that's hear her inappropriate. Podcast? Did you hear her podcast Please? explaining no. that? I didn't like, I said, so I just, can yeah. I tell you, I, I would rather have her been honest and maybe it maybe let me say this. Maybe she was being honest. However, I have a hard time believing that somebody as smart as she is. She said all she see everybody, you know, the Howard alums are proud that they have Felicia Rashad as Dean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All she saw was her Dean posted something and she immediately liked it. That is absolutely that's stupid. So you don't read. You don't read. Did you not read your mortgage when you signed it? You There's don't, people like, that I admire, but I'm not just liking their tweets without reading them because I disagree exactly. sometimes. Exactly. I exactly. Like, I don't like that. And her co-host kind of, like went there with her, like nah, like nah, you know. So I appreciated that. Of the co-host. Oh yeah, because it's because it's hard to find sometimes, especially with you know I don't know who her co-host is. Um, so Leah, especially Leah's lemonade. She's she's in a, she's pretty big in the pop culture world, like as far as okay. interviews and stuff. So yeah, okay. she was very much like, <laughs> but like she, yeah, all I saw was her saying like, oh, this latest attempt to cancel me. I was like, Candace, stop. Like all, all anybody has ever tried to do is get you to take accountability for what comes out of your mouth. Okay. That's why your mama hits you with her purse. All right. It really is. Do and I remember, <laughs> I remember, I remember when they were having that conversation. Now, do I think Miss Dorothy is wild? Absolutely. Absolutely. However, Candace is also wild. And yeah. as her mom, I think, I mean, I'm 29. Okay. No. My mama is always my mama. Don't, I don't. think if I got, if I said something beside myself, might my mother hit me with her purse? Maybe. 
My mom would it, have dropped the person. It would have been her fist. I'm just going to be It honest. doesn't matter how old I am, okay? Yeah. It does not matter, all right? It's your mama. I'm not saying that it was right. Exactly, but it's but your like, mama. But like the stuff that comes out of your mouth, Candace, is not, you're not exempt, okay? Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're really not even. And her mom even said that to her a couple seasons back, like you got a smart mouth. Yeah, and I'm a firm believer you can't dictate, if somebody comes, if you come from me, you can't dictate, if you come for somebody, you can't dictate what they're going to say back. Mm-hmm. In that same token, if you come for me first and I come at you and blow your neck off, I still have to be ready to kind of like stand in it and not be like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I said it. And this is why I said it. What's up? Exactly. Like, you know, like you but yeah. Play and it. even before the altercation, like the, the only thing I didn't like is acting like Candace was just like a, oh, uh, and I never, lamp. yeah there anybody girl you was waving a knife at ashley at one point a butter knife yes but still a knife all right your husband had to sit on you sit on you in your own home to get you to calm down when you were yelling at ashley giselle please don't close the computer on me for this (laughs) deep down giselle you are a fire sign so you are going to resonate with this probably yeah i (laughs) (laughs) I'm almost ashamed. I didn't mind it. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Oh, with Ashley? I didn't mind it. Okay. I didn't didn't mind it. Okay. I didn't want to hurt her, but I was like, no. Have you listened to Rodney the Voice? Oh, I sent you that. I think I might have sent you that YouTube, maybe, of Rodney. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. No, you did. Yeah. There's one thing he said that I was like, okay, I can get it. And this is, this is not you. This is the, the internet. Mm-hmm. culture when everyone was saying talk talk ish get hit so I said well it, and what he said was if you have that mentality of if you talk ish you get hit we know that's how it you know right pretty much works until then when you got stuff to lose it's like okay I gotta be a little bit more creative right so if if we believe that Ashley was in her mama's house talking ish so oh yeah oh but at the same time I don't really see Candace getting into physical fights. So I was like, where I almost didn't want Chris to restrain her because where is this going to go? Because exactly. Ashley was well, like, she, you better put that knife down. I was like, oh, it's about to be on. Exactly. So yeah, I will say this. You're not going to come in my house and talk crazy. So I understood. But, I but at the mean. same time, as Kay Michelle said, <laughs> do not shake the table Amen. unless you're ready to get shook. Yes. So Candice, yes. Candice, okay, you stand up, you play with a knife, right. your husband's sitting on you telling you you've got to sit down and stuff like that. You are telling me yeah. that if uh, that I might need to get ready for something. Okay. Right. You're, you're Granted, I wanted Ashley to leave. She should have got the yeah. entire hell out. But okay. Me- and why she said coming back. Messages that I come back, exactly. Ashley. Why she kept coming back was beyond me. Yeah. I didn't like the trope that like Candace just says things and they're just having a conversation and then Monique, bam. That's not what happened. No, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. I Again, I can't believe that that's what did it to Monique, but like whatever. Okay. Outside of that, that's I can't believe that she would have fought Candace when she was sitting at a table with Giselle, knowing what she said about your family. Th- exactly. That to me was like, uh, no, this ain't like. And like, exactly. The whole production, because like, I think Monique just wanted like an outlet because also when she's kept running after her, don't get me wrong. Like we just said, I'm a fire sign. 
and especially in my adult age, once I get started, once I've committed to going there, it's very hard for me to rein it in. Okay. When I was younger, it was just kind of like, but like I've matured. So once I go there, once it's you've like, already oh, calculated what I'm going to lose and I'm willing. Yeah, exactly. Once I go there, it is hard for me to zip it, lock it down. But like the way she kept running after there, I was like, Monique, I also like the last like physical ish altercation. It wasn't a physical altercation. I, it was almost one. Um, when I used to still bartend late night and it was like something I was like, okay, I need okay. to like, I, I need to do these two girls had uh, hit one of my security guards. Okay. And was calling him every name in the book. And I appreciate that. I don't when, like, I've come from like bartending clubs and stuff late night. Okay. Wow. I'm very like the men don't touch the women because okay. I've just seen, even though they're security and they're trying to break it up, I've seen too many things go wrong and okay. them lose their jobs okay. for doing their job. But like, they're like, oh yeah, girl, you were fighting and flailing around and the security guard picked you up. And then they're like, well, he touched me and blah, blah, blah. He oh, shouldn't have put me. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, don't touch them to the guys. Don't touch them. We had another female security or we had a female security guard and then I went over there. Okay. And I was like, okay, altercation got a little heated. They started talking shit. I was already done. Yeah. So I started talking back and it was two girls and just me. Okay, I don't know that's where the other girl know, went. That I was working with, but she went. was gone. Yeah, okay. and that's when you know that you went right. Past so then, <laughs> yeah, and it's like I committed. I got lost in it, and like <laughs> the security guards were holding me back, and everything. And like in my mind, I was like, Giselle, stop, stop, stop. But I still was like, hell no. <laughs> it was wow but like even then it never came to blows between me and those girls but like I get where Monica was like okay yes. but like once the security guards had me and I was like okay I'm not getting past big sexy that was one of my old security okay. guards. <laughs> like I'm just it's just not gonna happen right I was like okay I need to like take a minute and like breathe and collect myself. How did, or how Monique just kept going. I was like, what yeah. is this? She was like, and if she and had after got a hold Candace, of, yeah, yeah. Like, and after she had got a hold of anybody, it would have been, whether it was Candace or accidentally anybody else, they would have got, cause you could tell she was for her to run around the building and then try to get like, at this point, you know, you're not getting past him. So right. It's crazy. Like, it was like almost a bad, like a terrible bad girls club. Yes, yes. It, it, it felt like a bad, right. like terrible bad girls club fight. Like, you know, you're not getting past it. So just stop. Just stop. And not only that, the way I can't stand that hate, like hair pulling business, because again, I've had to get in between those so much when I'm just like, let go of this child's hair. Right. What are you going to do? You're not hitting her. Right. Okay. So why are you just holding on like that? You just gonna give her a headache, and that's and, rude. And okay, <laughs> right? Unless you have keys in between your fingers that we don't mm -hmm. see, or tearing her scalp up, or you're digging your claws in, let her go. Her go, yeah. Like you said, you just gonna give her a headache, and that's rude. <laughs> like it is, like, and you're just standing there because I remember that's when I was like, Monique, please let her go. Right, like it's, it's over. And she, it's over. she's just, and she's like almost standing there, like holding her, and then having a conversation with somebody else, like stop okay I understand the scuffle I understand like a 
yeah, you know, like hands flying and stuff. And that's what they started off with. But like just holding her hair there and holding me down like like this, yeah. that's like really threatening and really like a power, like asserting, yes, that's I what, don't know. But you know what? It's crazy. It's like, that's when you know, I'm not saying I grew up a fighter. I've gotten in my share. I don't like to. And my dad, my dad would say, sometimes your heart might, like there's people that just live for the fight. I know mm-hmm. those type yeah. too. Like my dad said, my heart might be pumping Kool-Aid, but you're not going to punk me either. Right, right. There was a time with girl, these, these two women were over six foot tall and the heist, and I went to, I stopped speaking to this girl in high school. And she, it was like, she would literally send her sisters to the mall where I worked to say stuff. And girl, I was like, well, there's, when I tell you they were over six feet and had to be at least every bit of 250 or more. And I, th- now I, I did, I, I was like, what did you say? Like, but please don't come over here because Jesus. Right. But there were times when, oh my God, I just lost my, we were, wait, what we were talking about. Oh my Candace God. And Monique. The, the Candace and Monique, but the fighting and the, but no, you said something that made me think. But there, well, anyway, so there were times when I would be like, like, it was like twice in the mall. My heart was like beating, beating. If it had been two that were my size, mm-hmm. I mean, you still probably might lose, but right, they could have like physically like took a bite out of me and ate me pretty much mm-hmm. is, is how, how big they were. But I just, I don't even know. Something that you said triggered, but see how the memory of that just triggered me to forget everything I'm yeah. going to say. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah. Yeah. I don't like to fight, but if I got, oh, like my dad said, your heart would be pumping Kool-Aid. So there were other fights that I got into when I wasn't rah-rah, but my heart was pumping Kool-Aid, but I was like, you will not punk me mm-hmm. here, not today. Right. And I remember my dad would be like, you just like to fight. Dad, I've gotten in like three or four fights in high school. Like, are you kidding? What? Mm-hmm. Okay, so thinking back, that might sound like a lot though, because you only have <laughs> But one of them was jumped. The other one, I, girl, I felt like um. The guy from Taken, I will find you and I will kill you. Oh, y'all want to jump me? And mm-hmm. with the most mouth, I got gym class with you by yourself, none of your friends, and you want to act like oh, always in gym class. And that's exactly what. No, we gonna fight because you. Th- I, I don't like when people act big and bad in a group mm-hmm. and they're quick to jump you, but they can't shoot the fair one. Oh yeah. One. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah, really? And I, like I said, I don't like to fight. I would much rather argue and like blow your head off with my argument. I, I would really mm-hmm. prefer not to do any of it. But if I right. had to, but there does oh, come yeah. a point when it's like either you walk away. We got to make a decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, I wish y'all could have seen Giselle's face. She was like, we got to make a decision. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we must decide and right. quickly. And quickly, especially when you have to defend yourself. So it's, mm-hmm. have you ever been in a physical altercation? Um, yes, I have. This is wild. You know. This is where we are right now. <laughs> I've had a few, um, again, not proud of them, but at the same time, things had to be done. We, okay. We <laughs> yeah. Things, I don't start them though. Yeah. I will say that I really don't, um, you know, I've had people, my friends are like, you know, it's crazy because you never have started a fight. I'm yeah. like, no, because I, again, I like to be right. Okay. More than anything. Right. And I have more respect for myself. I will leave yes. that person alone. I can be in the same room with them and we just won't 
communicate. Yeah. Okay. And that's totally fine. We can talk to the same people, but I'm not going to fool with you like that. Yeah. But if you come, if you start with me, it is something you will regret mm -hmm. <laughs> like greatly because I do not play those games at all. Like me and my, my mom, when I was a freshman, I know it comes from, I'm a fire sign, but it ultimately comes from my mom because I was really shy as a child okay. and my mom used to, I got bit, this girl bit me on the cheek in kindergarten. And my mom was like, and what? My mom was like, Giselle, you do not take that. And I was like, she always says like, mommy, we have to use our words. They told us that she was like, not now. Yes. Okay. Yep. There sometimes, so that's how I learned. And then freshman year in high school, this girl that I had been friends with, and I don't really know, you know, now I can't remember why she was had a taken issue with me. But I remember she had called me in the middle of the night and was like, I want to say it was like midnight. And one thing about my mom, you do not wake her up in the middle of the night when the house is shut down, the house shut down, you don't come in, you don't go out. So she the girl started calling me and she was like, me and my older cousin are on the way to beat you up, blah, blah. And her older cousin was like 21. And I was like, oh, all right. So my, I went downstairs to handle the situation by myself, but my mom hears everything. So she said, what are you doing? And I said, well, she said she on the way with her older cousin. My mom said she had her uh, hair wrapped. Okay. She started putting her baseball cap on. She said, how old is her cousin? I said, she's 21. My mom said, perfect. You got her. I got her cousin. I know and that's they, right, mama. They pulled up and my mom opened the front door. She said, you got, you got a decision to make. Okay. And they would, they never even got out of the car. They had the windows down. My mom said, come on, come on if you want to. Cause my mom was like, my mom was like, I still this day, she's like, oh, I had a plan. Okay. Cause I was going to call the police. All right. And I was going to say, oh my God, I'm being attacked. Bam. She was like, cause was going to work them. She said, Tread. she was like, and I was going to get them on our property yes. as well. Okay. So come she on. She was like, you. She was like, you are not playing on my daughter's phone in, in the middle of the night. And you absolutely are not thinking you about to come over here and jump her. Yes. Okay. When we used to be friends, it was over something dumb. Oh my God. Like, yeah, that's the worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So that's what me and my mom. Mm, I we, love your mom already. <laughs> oh, I do you too. Said, she's a, she's wait, a who. You said she had her hair wrapped, put on the baseball cap. How old is the uh, Okay. Yeah. Now, my mom will keep her hair wrapped and put a baseball cap on in a hot second. All right. <laughs> my girlfriend's daughter, like me and me and my, my, my girlfriend were very close. Her daughter is like our daughter. Right. And mm -hmm. over a boy that this other girl liked that liked my, my little my, uh, daughter. Well, my as, as a bonus daughter, which I think is cute. Mm -hmm. Like what Candace said. Yeah. And she was threatening my niece slash daughter and said, I will take your whole life. So my 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 girlfriend picked up her phone and said, this was like recently call her. Mm -hmm. The girl was like, I'm a pull up mm -hmm. that caller. And my, my Nisi Poo never wanted to call her because she knows the levels that her mom will go to. Yep. She said, she said, I don't play like that because in this day and age, when they're saying, I'll take your life, these kids don't fight fair. So she, they marry what very well. Yep. Yeah. So mm -hmm. she said, she called, she was like, call her. So she said, she took the phone and said, you're going to take whose life pull up. Mm -hmm. So she said, the girl never came, but it didn't sit right with her. So she went around to the mom's house. She said, and I was very respectful. Like, listen, these are the text messages. And the mom 
got rah-rah and was like, that's my daughter. My girlfriend said, girl, I took, I took a step back. You know, when you, and she was like, what's up, man? Cause like, this is what we knock it, Ray do. And the no. father came out and my uh, niece's father explained to that father, listen, this is what's happening. We were coming to make you aware. And the, the guy was like, I can't believe my daughter would do that. She ain't really hood, but see, she talking and going to try to get a group of people to go in, right. take her out. And my girlfriend was like, you don't want this. When it comes to my child, I don't play. So I mm-hmm. can see where your mom is coming from. Oh, but yeah. My heart might be pumping Kool-Aid, but I'm going to be out there swinging with my daughter, whether I got to use a weapon. Yep. Because that's another thing. I'm for not jumping. Right. But if there's a weapon near me, I'm going to use it. Ch- oh, my- a lamp? Uh, d- yep. A lunch tray. I always, my mom always taught me, know your surroundings. When the girl that wanted okay. to jump, jump me with the other girls. And I was, and I, I was beating her in gym class. I said, oh, you girl, I was so, oh, you ain't got nothing to say, huh? You ain't got nothing to say today. You punk. I'm going, going, I'm trying to get her to start with me so I can finish it. Girl, I'm talking. She don't say nothing. The whole, uh, we're in the locker room. I'm going for it. We out, um. And the gym floor, my friends are like, Taria, yo, calm down. You don't even look like you've been jumped. I was like, nah, she's a punk. Okay, I'm gonna leave it alone. Girl, we both had lunch. Just get into that lunch. And now this is crazy. This is 1995. My school was the Thunderbolts, orange and blue. And the slogan was, have you ever seen a sky? Wait, have you ever seen, why does God make the sun orange and the sky blue? I was like, but technically a Thunderbolt is not... Yeah, but I get it. So we had a a blue cafeteria (laughs) Mm -hmm. and an orange cafeteria. Majority white people sat in the orange, majority black sat in the blue. But there was I would go back and forth because I have a feeling you were the same way because we knew how to get along to go along. Even Mm -hmm. sometimes we shouldn't. So we would sit in between. So that for that particular space and time, I was in the black cafeteria. Right. Mind you, my cousin was my cousin had got jumped with me. So. If I have a classroom next to the cafeteria and my cousin, who I was just fighting with Friday, I hear that she's getting jumped. A teacher can't stop me from leaving mm-hmm. the classroom. I'm going to have to deal with my mom later. I'm going to be scared to deal with my mom, mm-hmm. but I'm going out. Right. So all of a sudden, girl, the girl gets in front and sits down with her friends. My friend says, Taria, yeah, what happened Friday? I was like, I got jumped. He said, who did it? I could have very well just said her and her friends. Mm-hmm. I said, that be over there. Here she go. Girl, this is what ate my soul. I told, I punked you for an hour in gym class. Mm-hmm. She going to say, I know you ain't talking to me. Yep. What's up? Okay. So now I'm also thinking back in my young dumb mind. I had a friend sitting in front of me who had a lot of mouth. It was a punk and wouldn't fight. And I'm letting her say, get her, Taria. Get her. Don't. So. Mm-hmm. I took something. Don't let the wrong people hype you up. Mm -mm. Yes. Mm -mm. (laughs) Some things you never forget. I was drinking an ocean spray crayon apple in a can and eating a pack of crimpets. That's what I wanted for lunch that day. I folded up the crimpet paper and stuffed it as she's going off. I was very calm, stuffed it in my can, pushed my chair back. And you know, when the cafeteria gets quiet and I'm like, like you said, committed. Okay. So now I have to do something. Mm-hmm. girl we met so she walked one way I walked around one way we met and we just standing there and and I was raised if they hit you first yep then you hit I raise my kids now get away from the situation but if they're too close to you swing first because you don't know I'm yeah. just saying if you feel threatened so girl I grew this this little white boy was eating 
his hamburger, the tray was there. I snatched that tray so fast. She snatched one. She said, I could snatch a tray before she could finish. Boom. Girl mm-hmm. was in her face and it was on and pop. I was like, no, see, I don't believe in jumping. But then her friend jumped on my back. But child, you always have a good. So I had a friend who was big. Girl, she came and picked that girl up off my back like nothing. Mm-hmm. And the whole time my heart is like, boom, boom. So now mm-hmm. it's really fight or flight. Like I've got to hurt yep. you because yep. <laughs> you're not getting ready to punk me. And that was always the catalyst. You're not going to punk me. Girl, mm-hmm. we had this old man that walked the hall with like, you know, like high schools. John right. man was strong. He picked me up by both my arms, but he did not pick my legs up that had Timberland boots on. Yeah, I felt like the major yep, girl, the legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, yep, I'm gonna damage some body parts on you. Yeah, I will never oh, forget yeah. that. But because <laughs> they kill me, but when I again, I've broken up a lot of fights too, just because where I work in bartending yes. and stuff. They kill me picking up by from behind by the arms because you're exposing me yeah like you're exposing me to just get like yes hello you might as well consider me a punching bag so then that's why my feet gotta go yes it's like oh so are you on your team exactly (laughs) every time i've but and i know it's like people are like well don't get in the middle because you're gonna get hit but this is i don't get in the middle but when i pick people up i automatically turn them around I've just Did always you say when like you pick people up. Yeah, because usually I have to get on the floor. Like when, like and if or if I break it up, I just automatically turn them okay. around. Because if not, I'm not trying to put anybody expose anybody yeah. like that. So, so yeah, when I break up fights and stuff, it's like an automatic. Like I just turn okay. whoever I have around. So it can, sense. it's the easiest way to stop a fight, girl. It's just a, especially in a bar. Okay. <laughs> right. Just to stop it. In versus, a bar in a nightclub. You know yeah. what? That, that is so crazy. Okay. Nowadays, I feel like Tamar, when Tamar, Tamar used to pop off, then she would be like, you see this face? I'm not really trying to harm. Like, I'm not yeah. really trying to get cut. Oh, yeah, no. But my dad, I will never forget. I was a senior in high school. My dad, my brothers played midget league football. And my dad was the coach. Giselle, these moms got the fighting. Giselle, oh my, God. The, my the, dad had one, a man mm-hmm. had the other. And when I tell you, these women would not let go. My dad was like, mm-hmm. I was kind of scared her because she had such a grip on the girl's mm-hmm. hair, but was still swinging it. They Giselle, both of them almost landed in a split fighting because the rocks they had on boots and their legs were spreading. They were still trying to fight. I said, the way these moms, because my older brother played basketball okay. gr- growing up and the way those moms used to be into it over like what? I feel the same wow. way about like when like football wives and stuff like that mm-hmm. who don't really know what they're talking about. Like you don't. Girl, come on now. Okay, you don't know what you're talking about like that. So just make your make your boo feel better when he get home about losing a game. But please don't get on just running your mouth. All right. And they start getting into it. I'm just like remember Giselle but Bunchin when she was before she Yeah, that's what Tom I'm talking Brady. about. I, okay. okay. I was what see I knew, like he can't catch, he can't throw the ball and catch it himself. Ma'am, go sit yeah. down. Her and then this girl jesse james decker she mm. oh they always trying to act like their husbands didn't make i'm like shh you could say nothing right. okay just be quiet 
All right. Cause you, because also it's kind of like you make it now your man got to be like, Oh, so your wife going to talk shit to me on Twitter. <laughs> like over a football game that they're playing. Okay. Do you remember when, what is his name from the Ravens that was caught punching his girlfriend in the elevator and got Ray Rice. I think it was. Oh a, yeah. Was it Ray yeah. Rice. So mm-hmm. no, I'm wrong. And it was, Kaepernick. I want to say it was Kaepernick, nope. but Kaepernick not, not, not punch. punching the wife. I'm sorry. The, the story I'm about to tell not, um, wasn't Ray Rice and the punching. It was Kaepernick oh. and the kneeling. I'm sorry. Yeah. Make that clear. Oh, Kaepernick okay. yeah, did yeah, not yeah. punch anybody. Not. Yeah. I was like, hold up. You were like, no, no, no. <laughs> but you, you talking about the wives not knowing what they're talking about. Mm. Kaepernick oh, was Jesse going talking into, about Kaepernick. Yeah. Yeah. And go, he w- was in a meeting and his girl, his fiance was popping off at the lip about all everything that was going on. And mm-hmm. I think it was Ray Lewis was like, they were just about to make some kind of deal, but then somebody became aware of it and was like, no, this ain't what we want. So it's like, just shut mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Just be quiet because that's what Jesse James Decker did that with her husband. And she, cause she was really, open about talking about Kaepernick and the kneeling. Cause she's like, I come from a military family girl. Me too. And Both so of my that. parents served and my grandpa and, and some more people like, and they, they served for his right to kneel. Okay. And my daughter was in the air force and she, believed, yeah. I was driving for Uber and had three white women get in my car. They were drinking. We were talking and I had, I was listening to Sirius XM and they were talking about Kaepernick and she was like, that is so disrespectful. And I said, well, my daughter's in the military actually. And she doesn't find it offensive. And actually he went to a retired green beret who was in the military and also used to be a professional football player for the Packers, I think, and said, Mm -hmm. what would be the least disrespectful way to show my displeasure from the flag and the X Green Beret said, yeah, yeah. all y'all off. Okay. And that was my thing. And so she's like, her husband used to play for the Titans, I think at the time. And she was like, they, she claimed the Titans collectively kneeled and then he was not on the field. And she's like, well, they didn't tell him about it. Okay, baby. I understand that that may be what he told you. Okay. But you need to stay out of this. Thank you for and telling me. And if you me can't that. stay out of it, just stay out of stay out of a publication about it. Don't be talking to no reporters about it, okay? Oh. Please don't. Thank you because for you just me. made him look mm-hmm. real dumb. Because all that mean? all that made was the coaches and them be like, "No, he knew." <laughs> wow! Wait, the coaches like, said that. Somebody said that. Somebody was <gasps> like, "No, that's not how that went down." Because she tried to be like, "Oh, he didn't know they were about to do that, and if he did, he would have been standing up from the center." And when she said that, I said, "No, sweets. He probably did know. No, probably, and probably was just like, I'm just going to stay in the locker room then." Okay. Pro- if I had to guess, if I had to guess, but it prompted a whole but people like attached to the matter to be like, no, that's not what happened. We didn't, we're a team. We don't go out right. and just leave so-and-so in the bathroom. Like. I'm so glad you told me that because when you first said Jesse, uh, what the Jesse, J- Jesse Decker, James or whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting ready to say there is something about her that I get from her. That falls under the umbrella 
And then you tell me that story. And I was like, mm -hmm, that confirms. We will literally be here for another two hours if I got started on her. Um, Bravo historian did a podcast on her and just broke it down okay. real, real quick. You should listen to it because it's wow. It, It'll tell you everything you need to know. She, and my thing is with her, so like she doesn't say it with her chest, Jesse James Secker, that is, yes. she doesn't say it with her chest. She is very microaggressive and very mm. like smooth, like tries to move in silence with it. And she like, cause my thing was when, when I was like, girl, we're done here. She, I will never forget in a 2016 election, she put out a tweet and was like, who's everybody voting for? I feel like you guys know where I lie, dot, dot, dot. But I just want to see, no girl, who, where do you lie? Right, where do you lie? Where do you lie? And she would not say it at, at all for years and years. She performed for him. She performed at the White House Christmas party for 45. Yep, her mom, the only, I found her, she would not post it on her page that she supported him. Her mom posted a family photo with all of them, with Melania, with him. I don't even like to say his name. Yes. All of them on her page. I screenshot it. I said, there we go. Because you're not going to post it. Yeah. And she tried to act like she just gets real quiet, real quiet when, you know, last summer with the Black Lives Matter yep, rising, and she just gets real quiet. She doesn't, she would literally rather not post on her socials yep. for, she didn't post for over a month. Not even like, oh, go buy this shirt because she has a clothing store or whatever. She just straight up did not post a thing. You would rather post a thing than stand in what you believe in. Okay. Yeah. What you believe in is ignorance. Just yeah. so we're very clear about that. Right. But you would literally rather say nothing because why, if you don't think you're wrong, then why don't you, why, why you don't say you say girl? it? Say what your chest. Okay? And then for her to tweet, who's everyone voting for, you know, where I lie, they would then try to turn that around and say the left is trying to, nah, she put that out there. She, she did asking. Okay. Yeah. And the fact that you never, you have those pictures of when she performed at the White House. Now, I remember when she, when she performed at the White House, she did say it, but then when she was like, oh, performing at the Christmas party or whatever, whatever it was, I don't know. But oh. it was like, I remember it being posted that it was like the barest, like most, <laughs> whatever, when she performed that. It was Look, like bare minimum. Mm -hmm. There was not a lot of people there. Yeah. But yeah, she, her mom would be the one posting pictures. And I mean, they were buddy, buddy with them. There's wow. multiple pictures on the internet with that ex first mm. family in them mm -hmm. and her and them. Oh my yep. Smiling, skinning and grinning. I said, well, ain't yeah. this about something? Girl, you know what? Yeah, said, on that said, note, this you sound something. just like my people's, my family. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, ain't this about something? Because why aren't you posting that? My grandma why? would be like, I'm not going to be in their faces skinning and grinning. So mm -hmm. it's so funny that you said that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, skin and grinning. Her mom, and then her mom went private. That was the other thing. Skinning and grinning. I'm texting. <laughs> that, that would be her mom. Her mom went on private too when she was posting those pictures too. So I was like, y'all, just say it. Okay. Just say it. Yeah. Her mom made her Instagram private when she was posting all that stuff. I was like, oh See, my God. And that's what I mean. It's like you don't stand in it. Mm -hmm. And, and y'all want to start stuff, but you don't want it to be no stuff. Exactly. I'm texting myself right now. The name of the title, Skinning and Grinning. <laughs> My grandma would be proud. <laughs> My mom used to say that to me all the time. Girl, I ain't going to be up there skinning and grinning up in people's faces. I don't yes. want to talk to. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. Giselle, mm -hmm. thank you so much. I had so much fun. I've of course, so I did I. Like 
I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because I feel like the guests that I have on are so amazing that I want every last one of them pretty much to come back. Yes. For a second time. So anytime, Giselle will anytime. Be back, guys, like <laughs> 100%. And I'm look, look, now I'm gonna put her on blast and Giselle, if there's ever a time when you're like, Oh, me and Tariya need to talk about this. Hello. Let me know. So we can, I'll be like, all right, well, let's do this zoom. Let's. Oh yes. As soon as I get my, recording because I just got a new microphone because the one I had before was like not working out and then it wasn't working out so bad I was recording straight from my phone and that was a mess and so as soon as soon as I get all of my stuff worked out I am going to have you on oh Giselle I meant like you can come on here like oh I would definitely would but I'm just saying if like I don't know say you you see something on the shows and you're like me and Tariya need to talk about this I would be like okay come on so we can record it okay okay Let's drop an episode. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Boom, drop an episode. Oh, and she's also going to be on the Patreon, which by the way, I want to send a shout out to all my Patreon subscribers. It, I didn't mean for it to be like a four week hiatus. It was like stuff started happening and I had gotten mm-hmm. sick for a minute, but we're going to be back on Sunday. Uh, well, what, Monday with the episode, Giselle's going to be on Patreon. She didn't know it till I just said it. So, <laughs> got Giselle. If people don't already know, and if they have not paused this to go find your podcast, can you please tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram, your podcast, all of that? So you can find me on Instagram at the who or at who asked me podcast is the Instagram name. And then, of course, the podcast is who asked me. We love it. I'm telling you guys, go support her. She is so funny. She is so awesome. And anybody who can be entertaining by themselves, <laughs> you be waiting for their episodes to drop. Like, oh, my episode better be here by Tuesday because she has said it would definitely be by Tuesday. Oh my god! <laughs> when, when I'm waiting, look, I keep refreshing. Is episode today? Like, there's a lot of y'all that I listen to and do that. I'm like, where are my episodes? It has been so crazy because, like, when I had to move to, I did not want to move to Tuesday releases, but. With my job now, I've been there like a month and some change mm-hmm. now and getting acclimated. It was fine at first before Potomac came on, but like okay. I really want to cover Potomac. So when that happened, even if I open that day or whatever, I'm like, I got to get home, watch this. And I'm still like minimum up yeah. to, would be up until like three o'clock in the That's morning crazy. if I recorded that night. So I'm like, I need to, and we are planning a wedding over here. So right, right, <laughs> I'm also right. like, I'm like, I got to spend time with the dog, with my fiance, call my mom, everything. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I need to like plan things out. So for right now, we're on Tuesdays. As soon as I can get back to Monday, like I said, if I wake up on Monday and it's there, just take it. That means I got a Sunday off and I'm like, (laughs) but but. I like the Tuesday in a way because so many people drop Monday and then I know Mm -hmm. on Tuesday, okay, I have this person to look forward to and then this person to look forward to. So guys, make sure you go subscribe to her podcast, go follow her on Instagram, slide into her DMs and let her know how wonderful she is. That's the caveat. How wonderful. Don't slide into her DMs for nothing else because as you heard, we're not going to be skinning and grinning. We will jump down. I talk back. <laughs> I talk back just so we're clear. <laughs> we will talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.